This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117. And you're watching Xbox Ultimate. Now, finish the fight. Chief out. Everybody, what's up? Let me turn that damn music off. What's up? How's it going? This I thought we were on a game X- show for a minute. Oh, I know, man. It's crazy. Come on, our first contestant tonight on Xbox Ultimate. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Hey, sorry. What's up, chat? Hi, everybody. Um, hey, hey, baby. Hey, hey, Pong. Hey, Centurion. Um, we have a new look. Um, we. <laughs> this this is going to evolve because we're kind of switching over to some new stuff. Uh, like as if you're familiar with what's been going on on the channel recently, kind of doing some new things, trying to get some new implementations and stuff going to make things more interactive. So um, I appreciate everybody here. Um, shout out to Lady in the chat. Shout out to KY Bob in the chat. Shout out to Back from Dead, um, Mike. Uh, Micah, Indie Gamer, Lord Roughness. Uh, geez, there's just so many awesome people here already. Um, Peter, uh, Phasma, thank you, What's Tony up, Grasso. Guys? Thank you, thank you all for joining in on uh, this episode of Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Yeah, we are a couple short. Um, Psycho, I think, is busy. He may be joining us in a little while. Three bit can't make it tonight, and Lady is sick. Uh, Feel better, Lady. So, you know, lady, we uh, wish the best for you and the family. I see you in the chat hanging out. So uh, thanks thanks for hanging out in the chat. I know you're not feeling well. So um, we are going to still have an awesome show. We're going to have a fun show, and we have an awesome guest. Uh, this guest uh, is on a couple podcasts that are pretty uh, popular in the community. And he is an awesome guy. He has a, a YouTube channel. That is really cool. In fact, actually, he has some videos with a character that he created that uh, I thought was just absolutely insanely uh, fun. Uh, we watched that in bed that. one night, babe. And we were yeah, like, yeah, this we is did. so we, cool. Yeah, yeah, we thought it was really cool. So uh, shout out to our, our guest, Centurion1307. How's it going, dude? What is up, everybody? It is Friday night. What better place to be than to be here on the Xbox Ultimate Podcast with another shining, positive member of the community right here. I mean, I couldn't think of a better way to chill on Friday night. Talk games, Gamescom, everything else. Sorry if you can hear the road outside. I'm like everybody else. I get to live near a busy street. (laughs) You're all good. I really appreciate what you said about my character, by the way. Yeah, what's yeah, his, his was... name is uh, Fanboy, is that right? That's what he is, yep, Fanboy. Yep. He's not. He's just there to have fun with some of the very unusual zany things that we see people do in the name of trying to beat the drum for one brand or the other. Um, I mean, it's like, uh, what better way of, like, I mean, that's what started it was when I saw the PlayStation Chain Gamer for IGN 
that big old piece trying to talk about Xbox with a with a giant PlayStation necklace around him. So I was like, yes, let's just start doing that. I'm going to start talking about PlayStation with all my Xbox flair on and just see how that does for me. <laughs> it was yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was creative. I love when I see like creative, like different things. You know what I mean? Not the same thing over and over again. And and like you definitely put some creative stuff out there. So I recommend definitely original. Uh, everybody that isn't uh, checked out Centurion's channel uh, puts a lot of work into it. Right. And it shows. So. Uh, oh yeah i really appreciate that yeah like so. to film fanboy takes about an hour or two and then it takes like anywhere from like eight to ten hours of editing yeah it's it's a lot of work people don't realize how much work videos are sometimes even oh, to do man. like one of the standard like videos where like hey i'm just gonna have a bunch of clips play and talk about games right or talk about a topic those videos can even take six seven hours depending on Oh, God, yeah, because you don't want to be sitting there talking about, like, Halo while Minecraft is on the screen. You almost want to try to, like, make what is on the screen relevant to what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of the reasons I I kind of do so much live stuff is because I'm lazy. (laughs) And it's just easier to just go live and, you know what I mean, and have fun doing that. But I'm, I'm working on a project right now, too, that is, is kind of in that creative fun zone, right? Uh, we'll see how, how it goes. See, I uh, wish I could do the live things. thing, but my house is so chaotic. I have cats that seem to think that they actually run the place, and their cat <laughs> tower is right behind me. So yeah. I have to, like, put up curtains when I go live so people can't see – because I'm like pretty much in my living room. Right on. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, but we also do, we do have uh, some other awesome people here. We have th- we have three more of the seven. Uh, so as always, first in my heart. Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good, I think. No one ever asks how you're doing. Doing doing good. Yeah, doing good. Good. Just uh, ready for a fun night. Absolutely. Yeah. Do it. I always look forward to Friday nights. Me too. The extraordinary assassin Lupa. What's up, Lupa? How's it going? Oh, good. Thank you very much. It's Friday. It's Xbox Ultimate. Let's get it on. That's my favorite part every week is Lupa's <laughs> intro. Yeah. Gives me life. Got to bring the fire, life. baby. That's right. She does bring that fire. She does. Um, and the encyclopedia of gaming dating back to the very first game ever created, the one and only Pong Soul. What's up, <laughs> Pong? How you doing? Friday night with Xbox Ultimate fam. It's good to see you. Lady, we miss you. 3-Bit, we miss you. And, of course, Psychonauts, we miss you uh, all. It doesn't feel the same, but we have my good friend, Centurion, from the shop podcast here with us as well so that's good uh but no it's been a, it's been a great week man uh look mav we've been talking about it for a long time brother golden age of gaming uh man gamescom brought a ton of new stuff uh whether you like the shows or whether you didn't again just like e3 if you deep dive some of those shows there was some amazing stuff coming like we we, we are truly lucky to be gamers right now. So uh, it's a good time to talk games. It, no better place than right here. So let's get down to it. Yeah, dude. And it's, I know we have 
a little bit of different takes on the Xbox show. So that's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, but I think we well, are you're just wrong. Agreeance. You're just uh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. I could be wrong. And I think we have uh, probably more in agreement on date the opening night live show. Oh yeah. So we're going to get into some of, some of that and um, just want want to thank everybody again in the chat for being here. And by the way, uh, putting it out there, I think Lady and Phasma are both correct um, with their comments. Oh my god. That. Can we not, please? <laughs> um, and shout out to KY Bob uh, hitting us early with the $10 super chat. Thank you uh, so much, dude. He says, hate to throw you off as far as topics go. If I do, I apologize. With Halo Infinite going from a mid-November-ish release to a December release, maybe? Co-op won't be so far off with more work in? Um, yeah, Uh for me personally, I think they already probably knew the December 8th around that timeline when they made that announcement of three months after launch. So I would, and they said that that's the goal, but they're not set in stone. So I'm going to say that I would not anticipate it any more, any earlier than the three months um, after launch, but I would say it's possible for insiders you may get a flight for the co-op campaign if they're actually worried about how it's going to work. Um, they, with Master Chief Collection and all the flight testing they've done, they've implemented uh, different things like that to test out with all the flight testing. So it wouldn't be surpri surprising to me if the co-op campaign was part of the Season 2 flight test, which who I don't know exactly when they plan on dropping that. That being said... That's still a goal. It could even be later than that. It sucks. I, I don't know. But they didn't set it in stone yet. So um, I'm just crossing my fingers because I know there's a lot of people out there wanting that co-op. So, um, But we do have other stuff to talk about. So, And thanks again, Bob. We have a Gamescom. Uh, happened. Now, do y'all want to start with the... Let's start with the Xbox show. Okay, like we, 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 str we streamed both of these events live, so you can kind of see our initial reactions. Um, Pong uh, wasn't a part of those streams, so I haven't had a chance actually to talk about this stuff with him. I haven't had a chance to talk about it with Centurion. Uh, Lupe and Kate kind of already know how I feel about the Xbox show. I but, wasn't uh, there well, for that one. Yeah, that's right. You weren't there, but I think I talked I about it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind um, of. So you know, we'll start with our guest, though, Centurion, dude. Um, so, day, the first day, Xbox's show, they had announced that it was going to be hosted by Paris Lily. And I keep forgetting her name. I apologize. Uh, and uh, they kind of did a similar thing that they did after the E3 showcase, right? Where they did the sit down thing, kind of talk to devs and have kind of longer in-depth looks at certain games. We got to learn a lot about trebuchets and some other cool stuff. So, um, hey, Saturn, what was your thoughts on that uh, showing from Xbox? Well, let's touch on the trebuchets because this is where my ADD mind went from the minute they were doing that. Wasn't her voice one of the voices from Forza Horizon? I swear to God, it when you close been. your eyes and you listen to her talk about a trebuchet, you're almost listening to, I think, one of like the voices from like Forza Horizon 3, like the like 
the main narrator for like the Horizon Festival. I swear to are, God, are I've you talking about the one before. that like tells you where to go and stuff? Yeah, I think she was one of those voices. I swear I've heard her voice before used in a game, and it wouldn't. I mean, it, Microsoft does stuff like that, so it wouldn't surprise me at all. But that's what I thought when I saw the trebuchet thing, which was really interesting for me. But back onto the Xbox show, how did I like it? Um, well, I'm a big fan of Paris. I do like his energy on stage. He's actually uh, a very friendly individual. Um, for me, I always wish I, I get a chance to kind of ever sit down and have a chat with him or an interview, something like that. Um, was it the world's greatest showing for Xbox? Mm, it wasn't a knockout, knockout like it was for E3, but also at the same time, I wasn't walking in with the same expectations I was with E3. Um, for me, it was more because for starters, not to be mean, but this game, this this conference came on at like 1230, 1130 in the afternoon for me. And I was well at work, so I had to go and watch it after I got off work. And so for me, I've never I've just kind of always in my mind just never been totally hyped for events that are I'm not able to entertain live. So maybe that was why I didn't have high expectations. But I do have listened to the chat. Um, I know a lot of people really wanted Xbox to do another E3, but I really is it fair to expect them to come out swinging every time um, Xbox just can't do a show because even Xbox knew that this game, this show was going to be done at a time when everybody couldn't tune in live. So did they really want to basically throw up this giant fireworks display for everybody to watch? I don't know. There's been really great game reveals. Um, some of the games like uh, the gunk, I know even I was a little shocked that there wasn't an actual date on the actual end of the trailer. That's something I picked up on right away. Um, I did like, it was kind of, I chuckled at the, at the Forza Horizon, uh, when they're like, oh, we're putting new vehicles in the Horizon series. And one of the first vehicles they talk about is the Ford Bronco from 2021, which hasn't been around in X amount of years. So we're actually playing on words, showing vehicles that are going into Forza because it's never existed before. Um, just stuff like that. For me, the show was what I expected it to be. Um, I had a great time watching. Uh, did anybody remember Stray Blade? Oh, was it, which one was that? Uh, that was that was the, the one where it had like some games. creature. Yeah, it had like five hundred five games. It had some creature that would appear and disappear. Um, it was like he was transported into their world, and this creature is somehow with them. It almost reminded me of a more polished bio mutant looking style creature. Uh, Stray Blade. I mean, the minute I saw Stray Blade, I went to their Twitter page right away, followed them. Um, it's definitely a very interesting game. I want to know more about. Uh, I'm trying to think of other games that kind of really knocked it out the park for me on that whole Xbox conference. I mean, it was. I don't want to drone on, but yeah, the sh conference was exactly. They showed us stuff, but at the same time, I wasn't expecting much. Yeah. Yeah, same. I wasn't expecting that much. Um, I'll get into my thoughts on, on what, what I thought we got versus what I expected uh, in a little bit. But I want to hear from Pong, who I know really, really liked the show. So let's uh, let's go with what, what are your impressions, Pong? Yeah, I mean, I OK, so look, how I take each show is I take it in its own vacuum. Right. So I don't compare yeah. it to other shows. I, I think it's unfair 
Um, you know, I gave this one, uh, you know, if I had to give it a score, I'd probably give it like a 7.5, um, which I know for a lot of people that's being really generous. Uh, I, I understand why people may not have liked this show, especially coming off of E3. Uh, that is a high that you just can't compete with, right? That, that is, you're going to be chasing that for a long time, no matter what you do. Um, and so I totally get it. I, I, I understand why you have your feelings too, Mav. Uh, I think what my biggest thing is, is that they set it up appropriately. They told us exactly what the show is going to be and it's exactly what we got. Now, first of all, Paris and Kate Yeager did an absolutely amazing job. Um, I thought that every dev that they chose to interview, um, brought energy uh, and showed extreme passion for what they were doing. Uh, that Wasteland 3 guy, uh, Dev, uh, just an awesome dude. Uh, you know, he he reminded me of uh, 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 Teller, uh, so Penn and Teller, um, Penn Jillette. Uh, so a young version of that. But I just thought that every dev that they had on there just was awesome. And I thought they really advertised their games well. Um, and I was really excited about that because you can get some really boring stuff. Uh, the trebuchet stuff, yeah, I can understand why people didn't like it. I can understand why that kind of cut down on the whole pacing of the show. Personally, for kind of a history guy like myself, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, again, between that and Flight Sim, talking about how they're trying to um, you know, take the planes in Flight Sim, go back through history and kind of really get so detailed that it becomes kind of a museum within Flight Sim uh, and cataloging the history of airplanes. Uh, and then along with Age of Empires 4, going down to the details to learn how a trebuchet actually worked and how it would have functioned back then and bringing you know, that knowledge into the game. I think that stuff is so cool uh, because that shows that these creators uh, on certain types of games like that, simulator types of game or strategy games, really care about what they're putting in their game. So I, I, was, I was really, um, really impressed with, with what they came out with there. Um, I will say that the show placement the night before maybe wasn't the correct placement. They might've been able to have this after the opening night live. Right. And I think that that might have uh, put a better light on it. I understand why they did it uh, first of all, but I, I think that that placement kind of got people riled up. Uh, people were kind of expecting the halo uh, release date to be announced that night on Xbox's own show. Um, you know, and so that kind of got people disappointed as well, but, for me personally, what I saw was I saw updates, uh, DLC, continuing progress on games that a lot of companies would have let go a long time ago, like Dying Light 2. Still getting updates, still getting new content. That kind of commitment to the community and to the games, you just don't find too many places. Um, it's not a normal thing. Let's put it that way. Yes, there's lots of games that get updates, but Dying Light 2... There are so many companies that have let that die off a long time ago or just said, hey, we've done as much as we can. I am in the best to play that game again. Now. Right, right. Mav, you, me, and Psycho were playing it, I don't remember, like a month and a half ago, two months ago, right? Um, and it, it's it's an awesome game now, but I just love to see these updates. Wasteland 3, In Exile is in the middle of making at least one new IP, possibly two new IPs, giant, AAA kind of games. Here they are. They've got a fantastic game in Wasteland 3. It did wonderfully as far as a critical uh reception goes and yet here they are still adding more dlc uh what a year later um at, at this point and they're adding these big they're not these little tiny little additions they're big expansions 
Um, and like I said, the dev that came on to talk about his Wasteland 3 project, I, again, he was just so full of passion for that game and how much he actually loves it. Um, so that kind of stuff, uh, again, shows me that Xbox, uh, having all of these devs underneath their umbrella, they're allowing these devs to do what they want to do, which is maybe at this point still adding on uh, to, to their games. Did I say Dying Light 2, by the way? Anyways, State yeah. of Decay. Uh, State of Decay 2, sorry, I got Dying Light 2 on my head as well because <laughs> they started off the show that way. Uh, State of Decay 2 is the one I was talking about. They're in the middle of working on State of Decay 3, and they're still taking the time to go back to State of Decay 2. So, again, that stuff uh, just impresses me so much. And then we got some new stuff in there. The Humble Bumble, uh, the Humble Games uh, package that they're putting into Game Pass. Uh, eight to I think it's eight total new games. Uh, one of them we already know about, Dodgeball. Uh, absolutely impressed with the that that games that they showed in there. Signalist uh, is one of the games that I have my eye on. All of them coming to Game Pass. That is absolutely huge. Um, and then obviously Dying Light Two starting off the show again, showing a great partnership with Microsoft. Dying Light Two is looking fantastic. Is it going to be buried because of Halo? Yeah, I'm sure they're not too happy about Halo coming out right on top of it. But at the same time, Dying Light Two looks like it's got potential to be one of the big games uh going into you know obviously december but then going into 2022 a lot of people are going to be playing dying light too so absolutely love that as well and then crusader kings 3 uh coming to xbox i know this is such a niche title when it comes to strategy uh but really seeing um a niche title, a strategy, a kingdom simulator coming to the console after having a great launch on, on the PC is music to my ears um, because this is what I've been looking for is RTSs, strategies type games, more and more showing up uh, on console. So, And is that why oh, you love it? Love that yeah. night? Yeah. Uh, I, love, I love all of it. I love all of it. So it's I think rubbish. it was... Well, that's fine, Lupa, and everybody's everybody's entitled to their opinion. Well, if we but again, all agreed, it would be a pretty piss poor podcast. Wouldn't that that yeah. is correct. So again, for me, the show was was good. Uh, again, I would not call it great. That's why I give it a seven point five. Um, I, I don't it lower than that. The of course, you do. A, a lot of people did. I thought the pacing was good for what they were showing. No. Um, I did not think it dragged. Only repeat again, the games only the that we've already seen Dude, and played. Which they said they were going to do. things in there. That, I mean, they went past they the humble bag so quick, nobody yep. even knew what the games were. Give them a chance. Uh, well, Let them I shine. I found them all out. I found them all out. Yeah, I, you I, could I find watching. them all out afterwards, but actually during the show. You couldn't yeah. see. Like yeah. It went by so quick, you couldn't even tell what games was in there most of the time. It was just too quick. They should have focused on that a bit more and, and spread that instead of uh, instead of crap talk and pissing around. Memes. <laughs> so uh, let's get into your thoughts, Lupa. Like, uh, <laughs> just, man, Pong, I was like... getting all hyped by uh, by Pong, and now like no. I got Assassin bringing me back down. No, well, like, that's, 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 that's what Lupa's show. good for. <laughs> She's okay, she's so good for destroying it. hopes oh, and dreams. Pong Pong to like rip his not. microphone off and like throw it on the floor. Like there's some, there's some fucking this... good things come out of it. I'm too like, used to dying like two. That was really good. The biggest takeaway I had was the cloud gaming from console. That was brilliant, saving storage space. And Stray Blade was pretty good. Other than that, we knew about the rest. The humble bag. It was just so quickly there and gone. 
in I think should have been more focused on that. It was much like a inside Xbox. It, it, I think they missed out on what it could have been. It could have been so much better, and that's what's miserable about it. Yeah, it could have been um, so much bigger and better. Did you you didn't have a chance to watch any of this? Did you, babe? No. I know you were busy when we we're doing the live stream. Yeah. Um, it's like I think a lot of people just hit like it hits different with them, right? Like I, I respect that this like Pong really enjoyed the things that were in the show, and you know Centurion was kind of like in the middle ground. It kind of seems like you know what I mean. Um, uh, Lupa and I are kind of similar with this. Like um, for me, it's not that I'm like okay, that was like. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be like hateful towards it or whatever but if I'm to actually grade it as far as worth my time it's for for an hour and a half um I gave it a 3 out of 10 No and you didn't Here's the thing that's you gave how you're like right. a three point two six two or something six, yeah Yeah I gave <laughs> it like a three point two six. And yeah. and I gave it pretty much a 4 so yeah. I, I, just I wanted think, to give it a four. I just couldn't. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying it could be done better. They had yeah. a prime opportunity. And then Only Night Live comes out and whips their ass. And that's maddening. Like, See, my why? problem for me in my professional life, I'm expected to bring new products into the showroom and predict those product successes and actually get the, the consumers to want to buy them. And the big problem is um, because of that, that side of me by watching the show, I will sit there and be like, oh man, the community isn't going to like that one. For me, it doesn't bother me, but you're just thinking yeah. like, because I see the consumer base a lot, a lot more actively than any, like if you go on social media, you'll get a definitely good temperature for the room real quick. And that's where you can sometimes be like, oh, there's going to be some people who are going to have issues with that one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, shout out to KY Bob uh, again with the five dollars super chat. He says, "I did not see the supernatural angle with Crossfire coming. Totally hit me by surprise." Um, okay, so for the Xbox show, for me, I, like Lupa said, I gave it a three point two six. I did that kind of jokingly, but like uh, I was like, "It's not a four, but it's not a three, and I just kind of picked a random number in between, right?" So wouldn't that be like three and a half then? No, because it wasn't a three and a half either. So you just wanted to like <laughs> I be felt bad. I felt bad giving it only a three and a quarter stars. So I was like, a 3.26 is at least above that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I was just being stupid. But yeah, for sure. Okay. And, and like Brother Mike says, no, still no announcement from Compulsion. He's really stressed about that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're spacing them out, Brother Mike. They got so much coming that they're spacing yeah. out, which is good. Which is good. So for the Xbox showing, like, I only really expected like a five out of 10. Right. I, I didn't go in like I would say if you if you're going for like, OK, biggest wow factor, that's something like at E3 or something, you know, that's like a 10 out of 10 for me. It's like, so this isn't really in the same ballpark, but like I was expecting like a mediocre type show that uh, but because they were like Punk said, because they were going first, I expected them to have a couple of bigger things in there and they didn't put any of that in there. They saved it. Now, uh, they probably did that because this was pre-recorded and some of their bigger announcements they wanted to save when they actually had for the live show because they had just recently discovered what date Halo was going to be released on after the Call of Duty date was announced. 
So that made sense. Everybody was predicting this. We're going to get the date at Gamescom. But then when the Xbox show is first, you're like, okay, we're going to get a Halo, something Halo there. We're going to get this there. You know, so you're kind of thinking, all right, the Xbox show is going to be worth watching. Um, but for me, the biggest disappointment was that uh, two things. There was a lot of DLC stuff, right? There's a lot of DLC and add-ons and expansions and updates on existing current games where you can do that in something like an inside Xbox or even within the game or you can announce like a trailer that gets spread around or something. You don't necessarily have to like fill up a hour and a half show with that kind of stuff. For example, like the Borderlands Sea of Thieves ship. I felt like the trebuchet thing with Age of Empires 4 was a little bit of filler right? Like, hey, this is this cool feature, which I do think it's a cool feature, but we didn't need to see a whole segment on that, like a whole video. Like, I thought it was cool that it's going to be in the game, but it seemed like a way to stretch out the time a little bit. What are you talking it, about? What do you think we're using for at my work now? We're actually building the trebuchet. I mean, oh, yeah. dude, we, we, we're able to, like, freeze the frames, you know, cat it out. We're, we're definitely getting this going where I work. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. And I should know all about the treasure, treasure bichet, treasure bazaar. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Because I live in England, damn, we've used them for millions of years. <laughs> so we got yeah. a bit like, we don't need a history lesson on this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. welcome, Psycho, to the show. But well, hello. Uh, I didn't see, I didn't see you sitting us. down there, dude. I'm sorry. It's all good. Hey, Sykes. Yeah, I mean, Lupa was the first one to, you know, get the blueprints for that thing. So, you yeah. know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ahead. <laughs> I'm going to um, build one and come it. and throw it at Pong's house. <laughs> but for for real, though, like the my number one, like disappointment for the show, why it didn't reach that like five was the gunk. Mm. And that's because I feel like it was like a huge missed opportunity, like. Yeah. They, they we knew that this game was going to be at Gamescom. They had been kind of promoting it a little bit, right? Hey, this is going to be the update. It's supposed to be coming out this year, and it's an exclusive game on the Xbox platform. And all we got for that, which it's a game that a lot of people are actually excited about, all we got for that was like this little small trailer that just kind of ended. And there was like no release date, nothing. And then we didn't we didn't even find out it's coming out in December till after when with the Xbox Wire post, right? So it was like they had a chance to push this game as another Xbox exclusive coming this year, right? At Gamescom when it was at the show, but they just for some reason chose just to have this like one minute little trailer that doesn't really show anything new than what we've already known about the game. So that was the most odd thing for me was the gunk at at Gamescom. I'm, it doesn't mean I'm not excited about the game now. It was just like it seemed like the show was just kind of like put together like with, hey, let's figure out some stuff to put in this and we'll fill it up for 90 minutes as opposed to having a reason to have the show. Hmm. Right. That's that's my that's my biggest takeaway. And they saved the cool stuff for the next day which we're going to get into that for a minute because this show alone does not uh, equal to Xbox's presence at Gamescom as a whole. This is just their first showing there. Um, overall, I think it's a different thing when you look at everything after everything happened. And I think Pong was right. The timing, having this first, doesn't make sense. 
the um, yeah. like E3, they had this same style of show directly after, and it made a lot more sense because then you're like, okay, we got the cool stuff. Now we're here to like kind of see some other things, right? Uh, the air racing, by the way, it looks freaking awesome in Flight Sim. And I am yeah. excited about the other games that Pong was talking about as well. It just it didn't really showcase anything well enough for me. Um, Psycho, you yes, were there sir. with us. Oh, yeah. out. Um, yes, sir. Ga- the day one, we're breaking it down in sections. And by the way, welcome, wel- welcome, dude. How, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Cool. Man. Was, uh, um, yeah. I, uh, I just want to know. Like we're, what we're doing is breaking down individually, right? So the first mm-hmm. first day with with the Xbox showcase. Yeah, so I mean the that, for me the Xbox showcase, um, it wasn't phenomenal. Like it definitely felt like it would have been like the an after show. That's what it totally felt like uh, after what we got from actual game, uh, Nike, uh, Jeff Keighley's uh, games Gamescon uh, yeah. event. So, you know, it just didn't, it just felt off for some reason. Um, and it was, it was all right. It was, I gave it a six, uh, just because of the flight sim, uh, racers and, uh, just, uh, just a couple other news having gunk there. Yeah. We should have definitely got a lot more than what that 30, 45 second trailer that we got and without a, a release date and then it's coming out this fall so it's just like we're, we're getting news like after after the fact uh it was just it was just a little it was just off it wasn't the best showing from microsoft at all um didn't uh didn't feel like it was coming off of the e3 event you know and we, we what we got there and we're, we're like all right cool you know what are we gonna get at the show we're thinking we're gonna get so much and we really didn't and um, we actually we got it. What we wanted, we actually got from Jeff Keeley's show. So, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think I was wondering if they held stuff back because they're doing an EXO towards the end of the year, maybe. It could yeah. very well be that. That's why they they didn't show everything mm-hmm. uh, that uh, they wanted to show. Uh, plus, they still got their twentieth anniversary event. Um, yeah. So when that's coming out, you know, it's like, hmm. like to know when the new flight, uh, the flight, uh, flight test comes out this, you know, is it coming out this fall? It's going to be coming out, uh, at the end of September, October. I mean, cause it's like a month or so right behind, uh, the actual launch of, uh, Halo. So. Yeah, I feel this is like mixed opinions on it, right? Um, yeah, I feel like um, Pong probably had the right expectations because he was more informed on what they said is going to be in the show. So like, I didn't have big expectations. I just expected yeah. it to be paced better and yeah. to have you know to yeah. share things that we were interested in. I mean, uh, for for the gunk to be leaked the the date, but not actually be in the show, that was weird. No scorn. That's meant to be coming out this year. You know, it's it's really weird how it played out. I mean, not many people gamer-wise wanted to know how a trebuchet worked. You know, no. And you know, if they if they definitely came out and you know was like and told us 
you know, this is, uh, you know, we're going to show a lot more tomorrow night. You know, it just kind of gave us a heads up in the very beginning. Uh, you know, this is what we're going to expect. You know, it wouldn't have been like um, maybe a, a of a letdown of what we got, you know, because we were kind of expecting a little bit more than what we had, actually. So there's a game mm-hmm. I expected to see there. I was completely shocked wasn't there. Um, Which one? Atomic Heart. That's yeah. actually in their neck of the woods. I mean, that's pretty much the game is – If I, I'm getting a feeling the game actually is going to be spoken in Russian and it's going to be subtitled in English. It might be dubbed, but I don't know. But that's in their neck of the woods over there. And we got this, like, real poppy – catchy almost hilarious um trailer for xbox's e3 letting everybody know that the game is coming to game pass and that's pretty much been silence ever since i thought there'd be a little bit more about the game at gamescom yeah yeah definitely missed opportunity by a lot of stuff that the i mean we still haven't seen anything about echo exo mecca that's supposed to come out this year uh i mean no it's been delayed 2022 did it get delayed? Yeah, okay. yeah, that was delayed like a month and a half ago. Or E three, right after the E three, I think they announced it. So, Did yeah, they? All right. I, yeah, I, 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 I think this, for that game probably. Yeah, I just think that the, I, I just think that the stuff that they left out shows that they're going to have at least one more show. Uh, you got the VGAs, yeah. but I think they've got one more show to showcase the stuff later this year. The smaller stuff later this year like we know everything about forza 5 basically at this point uh we're going to obviously have a big blowout on halo at some point whether it's on the Mm -hmm. anniversary or whatever the case they're probably going to do a whole just halo show by itself um but i think we've got one more show for the smaller the indie titles the gunk scorn uh, atomic heart uh as centurion just brought up uh tunic if it's still going to show up this year crossfire x if that's still coming out this year i think we're still going to have one more show where they go uh, a little in depth on those games i think they've just got so look how many indie games we just had drop i mean it's crazy and i think we're just going to have one more show before the end of the year that highlights those i think that's what yeah. that means yeah yeah I mean, um, we definitely perfect and perfect dark as well. I yeah. mean, that game, like, I think it's towards the end of polishing right now. And Ooh. Gonna, wow, psycho! You you are I courageous. Think, you are courageous. Think, it, it just we'll see. Just, we'll a see. A lot of it, things showed, you know. Well, to me, like signs, like you know, with the artists leaving, going to um, uh, yeah. Wherever there's been some, there's been some of that. I agree with you, but I don't know, man. Uh, Because of the way the calendar looks for next year, um, you know, if we see it at the VGAs at the end of the year, I think you might be right. But man, that calendar next year is already full. Yeah, calendar is. I don't know if they need it. I think they might give it an extra, you know, time to polish and bring it out. You know, maybe spring of 2023. But you are courageous for saying that. I hope you're right because I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> real quick, if you really want to think about it, if I can, uh, technically the original Lord of the Rings trilogy was filmed in three months with everybody living together in New Zealand. So they filmed everything, but they it took them years to take three months of footage and break it down into a couple of hours that we basically get to enjoy. So, I mean, like 
the, just because the artist isn't there, there is potential that the artist has basically done with their job, but there could still be mm -hmm. a very long road ahead. Mm. So it could be. after after Gamescom was uh, for Xbox, uh, the Xbox show was over. We got some things that night, right? That was they were hinting, right? They're using influencers on Twitter and stuff, including Keeley was hinting towards Tim Dog. If you're familiar with Tim Dog in the Xbox community, like, hey, are you ready? You know, and they're sort of like, okay, well, all is not lost with Xbox at, at Gamescom. And um, hey, real quick though, hey, did I did I read that super chat from KY Bob? The, the yeah, Bob you did. One? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. About the, about Crossfire. Okay. Yes. Yes. You sorry. Did. I sorry. I just want to make sure I didn't. I don't want to forget anything. Um. Okay. So we got this thing. Like, are you ready? Are you ready? And you know, I I uh, was thinking, okay, what are we gonna get? Like, there's something big. There's something. There's something cool coming. So all all is not lost. And then the next day. Uh, we had Gamescom with Keeley, which that's one of the better like actual Gamescom events I've I've seen because usually Gamescom doesn't have a lot of new game announcements, doesn't have a lot of new things. It's mainly like updates on existing things and stuff like this. But we got some cool game announcements. We got lots of different things for just lots of different types of gamers in that show, and we also got some cool stuff for Xbox as well where they announced a Halo Elite controller and also what a lot of people have been um, speculating about, a Halo 20th Anniversary Xbox Series X Special Edition. And they they announced both of those things. The pre-orders already went live, and they were gone like that. Um, so, guys, we'll start with Centurion. Like, they... they Two, the opening night live, Xbox is showing for that. I think there was a lot of cool stuff that we know we're is going to be on Xbox at that show, um, including the hardware that they announced. I'm, I'm kind of. I was very unprepared for that Halo console. I really wish uh, I was better prepared. I wish I could have snapped one up, but right now, I guess I'm just going to play on my plain Jane. Uh, series x if by some chance i'm gonna do anything i'll just put a sticker on it but i'll just um it's a really really awesome looking console really enjoy the look of the controller the elite 2 controller for the master chief edition elite 2 controller that thing's pretty gorgeous i mean that green on that thing i hope it's i hope the green on that controller is just as vibrant as it is on television as it is in person but the games that were shown i mean Man, I I almost wish I could have tuned into this event live when everybody was hyping everything. I mean, some of the other games that were shown were like the Marvel game. I really want to know more on that. I wish I didn't have to just look at some of these as trailers. I wish I was able to just kind of sit and watch the event with everybody when they... Um, I, dude, I really wasn't able to get too much outside of reading the articles. I mean... Yeah, I saw the hype fine. for everybody for all the games that are coming out, and I'm excited for everything that Xbox has lined up. I mean, somebody earlier said the the golden age of gaming. Um, I mean, there is way more content than we can all probably have time to play if yeah. we be realistic about it. There's going to be something for everybody everywhere. Um, I'm really excited. I mean, what more could we want? There's more inclusivity on gaming more than ever. Uh, they're making it easier for people to enter these ecosystems without having to fork out a lot of money um so i'm totally excited 
Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people got excited after that sec- after that show, realizing, hey, oh my gosh, there's so much more. And especially for, tw- like Pong was saying, 2022 is stacked. Some of these things that were announced oh for this show was 2022 as well, which we already knew was stacked. So it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like what 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 else is all out there? So in the chat, let me know what you think about opening night live as well um, from Jeff Keeley. And um, I, I know there's mixed feelings on him uh, from the Xbox fan base, but I thought this was a good show that it kind of represented uh, most gamers uh, as well as uh, PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Uh, there was stuff for everybody. Um, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot was there a lot of Nintendo content there was with the TMNT oh, the Shredder's Revenge small amount small the amount. Jumanji game right there wasn't isn't that TMNT for all consoles or no it is yeah. it is but I think like it was first when they first revealed it it was announced with like marketing like on the Switch added it like Nintendo yeah or I'm just glad um, the Skywalker saga is finally back in the conversation yeah yeah yes. No online though, as of no right online. now. No online That's co-op. Really weird. For the for the ultimate for the penultimate like Skywalker saga of Lego games to not have the online component and this one, I understand you don't necessarily like uh, they don't put it in some of them, but like this is like if you're gonna do it, you know this is the one, exactly. right? To do to do it with. So that was kind of weird to me, but. Besides that, like overall, there's just so much in this show. Um, it, it, let me know in the comments or in the chat what you guys thought about this show. Uh, if you're watching after the fact, um, appreciate everybody here again. Um, hey, Pong, what sure. I know? Okay, we got your thoughts on the first one. What's 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 what's, what's day two like? What's opening that live like for you? Well, I, I can make the noise of my chair scooting forward right now. <laughs> no, oh, I'm good. good. Well, I mean, again, since I take everything in a vacuum, this show was amazing because I'm looking at the content here, guys. I'm looking at what is coming out, and this is some crazy stuff. Um, Let's start with the pre-show, Mav, uh, and your boy Kyle Bozeman. Uh, He did a fantastic job on the (laughs) pre-show. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, But, no, I mean, even the pre-show was dropping world premieres. Uh, You had had Dolman, that new sci-fi horror RPG. Like, I'm all about that. Like, they're going to redo Dead Space, and now we get a new RPG-style sci-fi horror? Okay, cool. Uh, We know that's going to be around. It's supposed to be multi-plat. Nobody Saves the World. We got another look at that from Drinkbox. That looks absolutely incredible. We already know that's coming for sure this year. Looking just ridiculous. The more they show that game, the more I love it. And they talked about how you can combine the abilities now, and they showed some of that off. I absolutely uh, love that. King of the Fighters 15 for all your fighting fans out there coming to Xbox as well. We've missed out on some fighters in the past, but King of the Fighters 15, the new one is going to be on Xbox. That was looking really good. We got Dream Cycle. If you guys haven't checked out Dream Cycle, go check out the videos on Dream Cycle right now. If you missed the video, if you missed the trailer, uh, the short one that they had on the pre-show, go check it out. It's from the creator, one of the creators of Tomb Raider. Okay, this guy knows what he's doing, and this game looks unique, uh, and it looks fun as hell. Uh, I can't wait to see more on that one. Um, so that was just a pre-show, and and again, Bo, you know, Kyle did a great job. Uh, I thought it was really well paced. You know, he had his dry humor, and it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. His cat even showed up for part of it. It was funny as hell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was awesome. 
but as far as the uh, opening night live goes, um, incredible. Um, again, you can have your opinion to Keeley. I've got my own personal opinions of Keeley, but what he does for this industry is indisputable. What he has done just from a standpoint of bringing the spotlight um, onto games and onto this community and onto the entire market, uh, not too many people can claim to do what he does. They, yeah. uh, I think the, the early metrics were he had over a million concurrent viewers on Twitch alone watching opening night live. That's why Xbox held off on their big <laughs> announcements. That's exactly why they did. I absolutely love the fact that he nailed it. Um, I thought he did very well with the pacing. Sometimes I don't agree with his pacing. Sometimes it gets a little long, uh, but the mixture of people on stage and on TV, uh, you know, uh, over the air uh, interviews worked really well. I thought he, he spread it out. The amount of games that were shown out of this world absolutely phenomenal uh from all over the place right all different uh, types of games um but of course the spotlight was on halo everybody kind of knew that was coming by that point um and i thought they did a good job i know some people had some issues people were hoping for single player gameplay we didn't get that it makes sense joseph staten himself said we were going to see some closer to launch um you know it's still disappointing for some people because everybody wants to see it at this point um, but having the launch date put out there uh, on that stage was perfect. Um, settling that issue, there is going to be no more delays. Uh, and then going ahead and backing it up with, with uh, you know, uh, obviously a lot, uh, or I should say with something that a lot of people were hoping for, which was a limited edition console uh, and a limited edition brand new Elite 2 controller, uh, which obviously, again, sold out. So there you go. There's the hype. I know Scalper's got a lot of them, but there's a lot of regular people who got them. We know a lot of people in this community who picked up both. So that was awesome. Um, you know, and then, like I said, the rest of the show, just the diverse collection of games that they put out there. Again, there is so much coming out. It's not even funny anymore. 2022, even if there is delays, is going to be one of the best years in the history of gaming right now as it lines up on paper. So, and they just added to that. I mean, again, just go down the list of games showing off Far Cry 6 again, right? Uh, everybody's excited for that. Me, it's whatever. I'll wait until it's sale. But I know a ton of people like you, Mav, are just hyped for this game. Lupa, I think you are as well. So I think that was, that was awesome to see some more of that. Doki V coming out of nowhere. Stole All of show. us stole the show that game has no right looking that good the graphics are off the chart if you don't believe me as somebody who does not have a developer's eye go listen to three bit talk about it three bit yeah. even said what is this game doing looking next gen <laughs> and it's true right. like gta 5 or gta <laughs> right. for kids <laughs> right exactly but it looks amazing it's a pokemon style game yeah. And everybody's out there. If you go look at social media, yeah, there's some people poo-pooing it because it's a kiddie style game. But there's yeah. other people out there going, this is what Pokemon would be if Nintendo had the guts to go ahead right. and bring Pokemon forward. It should look like this. Uh, yeah. That's from Pearl Abyss. Uh, again, another great developer, Korean developer, one of those Eastern style developers. We talk about this talent, that this talent pool in the world right now for making games is just knocking it out of the park and just growing day by day as we see this stuff. So I thought all of it was great. Um, obviously, the uh, Horizon Forbidden West getting a delay on that stage was a little strange, but made sense um, that they had to do it that way. Um, but, you know, we even got to see Crossfire X, some of the multiplayer, and, you know, the 
even though none of us were impressed with the multiplayer beta that we played, they're showing it, which means that we assume that if they're showing it and saying that that's close, then we hope the single player is close too. We hope that they're going to release them as a package. So that gives us hope that Crossfire X still is on for this year. Um, you know, little games, Midnight Express, uh, Midnight Fight Express, uh, single developer. That's that fighting style game. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Uh, kind of looked like a, a, almost like a um, Jackie Chan uh, movie. A uh, little bit less graphics, but the style was out of this world. Absolutely love seeing that there. Um, Cult of the Lamb, brand new game from Devolver. Love Devolver. Cult of the Lamb looked crazy. Cartoonish cult style action game. I'm all about it. So, yeah, I loved opening Night Live. Um, I definitely, in a vacuum, I give it a nine uh, for what it did. I thought the pacing was great. Um, and I'm just so excited for all this shit coming out. It's it's crazy. Heck yeah, dude. Um Great, great breakdown, Pong. Um, hey, babe, you actually you got to watch this one with us on on. Um, yeah, I'm really get, glad that I could join you for that one. You didn't get bored or, during it. it I got like really. Well, the second half kind of lost a little bit of steam for me. Yeah, um, yeah it did. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, the, the Saints Row yeah. was like I did not think that was Saints Row when it started. Then Psycho's like, I think this is Saints Row. And we were all like, yep. no. Right. Um, yeah, that looked... I uh, can't wait for that. Um, the Doki looks like GTA for kids. Yeah. But but I don't mean that in a bad way, either. I mean it in yeah. a good way. Like, I'm definitely excited for it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I think um, yeah, there was so much stuff. Like, they, they did a good job. Like, it was kind of like pacing wise it had more in common with the xbox show at e3 where they just kept hitting us with one thing after another well like paul um, said they started showing premieres like before the show even started yeah. and i was like wait did the show start yeah we weren't even really even paint because we were talking hanging out during that and while we had kyle bossman up on the screen and I, there was like world premieres happening i'm like there's world premieres actually happening with this right now i saw king of fighters even like at that like I was like, okay, there's like, there's a lot of cool stuff that they're doing now. This is stuff that would usually be saved for the show. Even though yeah. I would, I would argue that the pre-show of opening night live had cooler stuff than the Xbox show. <laughs> um, also, they announced uh, Splitgate, the new uh, season zero. Mm-hmm. We tried that out. There's a, wasn't there like two new maps? I think uh, there was a couple, maybe three, a couple, two maybe three. three. Yeah, sure. um, I love that game. I think it's super fun. Um, mm-hmm. And then they also announced that the, uh, uh, the Riders Republic demo was yes, available to download is. now. And I've played that a few times and I think it's so fun. I cannot wait for that to come out. Yeah. That yeah was you're really fun. into that. I couldn't play it. <laughs> you need to try it again. You need to try again. I, I'm gonna try again tonight. Yeah, I think um, I'm gonna be super into that game when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. We were able to play six players at least uh once it comes out, not during yeah, the once it comes out. Once it comes out. We found out real quick it was only two players because me I know, Kate and uh, Jasper, Jasper we're funny. trying to play, but yeah. yeah, but I yeah, this this was a good pacing, like Pong pretty much summed it all up perfectly and you know the the pacing was good uh you know it wasn't like too slow it wasn't a lot a lot of talking it was it was pretty good and i like this time around jeff Cayley gave enough love 
uh, on for all the game announcements. You know, he wasn't just one sided. You know, even though there wasn't a total PlayStation presence at the show, it was more. Um, you know, it was just like it was. A, it was. It was a little bit heavily on Xbox, but it was what we saw was great. You know, and it just felt like you know a great show. He presented it well. Um, you know, we were we were hoping for one more announcement uh, at the end there, but we you know we got the uh, Death Stranding. But other than that, it was cool what we saw, and um, you know, just hope that it was just a little bit more. But other than that, I mean, it was it was good. He, he definitely he definitely Jeff Cayley definitely showed uh, it was that he was neutral throughout the whole the whole show, which was which was nice. So. Uh, I, we we enjoyed it and yeah definitely yeah. uh that like i said it lost a little bit of steam towards the end but yeah it was still yeah, really enjoyable yeah yeah i do it, agree with caitlin it, the first half was really cool the second half definitely lost the pace and ending it, with death stranding i don't know what they were thinking yeah i feel them. like i don't even I'm not even really familiar with that but i feel like i've seen it too much that was that was on the last uh thing uh game show that he did last year it's and the bromance he's got so to have his was, bro on there with no him. if it had like that one more game announcement that we were kind of hoping for at the end like oh yeah there's one more thing i think even though it slowed off it would have been all it, it would have perked everyone back up and it would just have been a total from start to finish just banger oh. yeah exactly <laughs> oh, you didn't just say that. <laughs> we're, we're getting some requests in the. We're getting some requests in the chat. And one I sec, I want to say something that I forgot to mention. Lupa, what was that one game? Oh. <laughs> I can't remember it. Can't you? I swear it ended on some guy with a backpack on driving a car. I don't know. No, you know, no, no, no. You know that one. Ugh. It's that fun You're game. You're going to get me, Caitlin. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean the one that comes out like October 5th or something. Oh, October 7th, Far Cry 6. No. No. Was, was it like up to do with frogs or something? Oh, Monkey Ball. Oh, Monkey, Monkey Ball. Ball. Oh, yeah, That's Monkey it. Ball. I'm really looking forward to Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Me October too. 5th. I mean, that is on my anniversary as well, actually. But no, Ooh. that... That is an awesome game. It's an old school game and it is real fun. And now they've got multiplayer in it as well. It's going to be even better. I think we're going to have fun with that we're, one. We we're getting really some, are. Um, requests in the chat. And I got to see if this is possible. I ha Maybe if we get a couple more likes, we can convince uh, Psycho to do this. Um, have you have you been keeping up with the chat, Psychonauts, in the last No. Uh, I, uh, <clears throat> no, I haven't. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, do you remember how, you know, at times <laughs> randomly we're hanging out in the party chat and occasionally you'll just start singing Aquarius, you know, like, yeah. so that people are wanting that to happen. I don't, it maybe, maybe we can conv convince them to do that. I, I, I'm not sure. We'll Is see. that just a song well, from 40 year old version? Likes, no, 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 it was, no, it was, it was a song. Okay. Yeah. It was a song from Hair from back in the day. Uh, it was a song. It was pretty much from, I think, the 60s, late 60s. How does, How does it go again? When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets and love steered stars. 
This is dawning of the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you, Psychonauts. Oh, so Round of clever. applause, everybody. Um, 1970s, Psycho. 1970s. <laughs> yeah. That's right. it, that's I'm mentally throwing flowers at you right now. And guys, <laughs> you, you are free to clip that and get it everywhere on the yeah. internet. And uh, I, I would, I would definitely suggest. We recommend uh, doing that. We yes. recommend. Yeah, we recommend. It, it's a big recommendation. <laughs> it's, a, it's recommended everywhere. It's recommended. Uh, you have yeah. some fans in the chat already. Um, oh, there may be more music videos coming from this channel shortly as well. Um, so uh, just a little. Keep tuned, everybody. Yeah, uh, just a little thing. Uh, Psycho about to have as many uh, groupies as 3-Bit. Right? <laughs> I, was, I, was to... I, I, won't, I won't get as many panties as 3-Bit, but, you know, that's fine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I have to say, says, Midnight like, Sun did look okay, awesome. Yeah, you went for it, Psycho. You did great. Yeah, he did. Yes. <laughs> He's that a was the guy. <laughs> they could have at Gamescom Thank could you, have baby. only shown Marvel Midnight Suns trailer. I would have been happy. Yeah, that, that could have been Sun did the only thing. Awesome. Uh, that game was like, hey, okay. Uh, it's like I thought of it. You know what I mean? It's like it was like okay, like make this somebody make this game. You know, <laughs> somebody make this game, and they they made that game. It's like absolutely awesome to me that this is a creation. That we get a Marvel XCOM style game, but not only that, when they showed the art style and the graphics, and like mm -hmm. when they talked about it, like Pong told, Pong told me about this uh, interview on IGN that they did where they talked about like the game and everything. I'm like, okay, now, hey, hey, here we go. You know, this is like actually happening, this like dream game for me. So I, we got to learn a little bit more. Pong and I were hoping that there's a co op mode. You know stuff like that, so um, it, that's like one of that's in the top three games probably for 2022, right? Anticipated for me now at this point, along with Starfield. Uh, which, by the way, holy shit, guys, I yeah. forgot about this. Starfield. Did y'all see the updates from Starfield? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Did you have a chance to see those Centurion? They like they, they released like three uh videos with um basically like moving artwork of some of the uh air locations in the game. And they gave a description on what they're about and the lore behind them, mm -hmm. um, and the art style. Like it just looks I'm like over over the moon excited for Starfield now because they nailed that. I will be absolutely truthful. You are showing me this right now. I'm a little bit of a fraud in the bushes on this one. Yeah, it kind of nothing changes. It, it just like came like under the radar. Like mm -hmm. they're like, hey, let's drop it real quick. And I was like, I saw it. I was like, uh, um, some some of the pictures. I was like, okay, I'm gonna post it to the Xbox Ultimate DMs. I was like, yeah. yo, are we getting some more uh, Starfield stuff? I mean, that's coming out next year, so. It's very interesting that we got some. Well, stuff. I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. very short. The trickle, the trickle begins. However, so that's what yeah. this 
that's where we're going to be at at this point up until next year when it starts the flood of information. But right now we're going to start getting this trickle. Bethesda loves to do this stuff. They did it with Skyrim. I remember back in the Skyrim days, even though the internet wasn't big, we still got a trickle of information. Magazines were coming out with articles here and there uh, talking about some new information they got on it. So um, absolutely cannot wait uh, for this. They showed off Neon, uh, which is a... It was it, it, it's a location on some random uh, water world that they built to become a fishery. And then they found out the fish have drugs in their system or they have a type of blood which people can use as a drug. Uh, Psycho is already reserving his flight, uh, but they, uh, you can, it's a, a psych, a, a, like a psycho, uh, not a psychotic. What do I want to say? It's like a psychedelic drug and so then they found out that they can sell this drug for more uh than they could the fish so they turned it into basically a party town and so that that is uh neon and then they have the uh, new atlantis location um which is the hub for supposedly some people are guessing right now it's going to be kind of like the empire um version um and uh, new atlantis is where everybody comes together uh it sounds like there are going to be many many different types of races uh people believe that there's probably going to be intelligent alien races uh included in this uh which a lot of people were debating whether or not we would actually meet aliens or if this was before we meet them or whatever the case may be um and then they also have a kaylee a kaylee a kelly a kaylee which is uh kind of like the um, resistance uh, base is what they think it is, or the resistance city, the people that are fighting against uh, the law and order of the universe. So uh, really interesting short segments are only about uh, like 50 seconds each, uh, but gives you a good artwork uh, and a look at what the style they're going for. And if this is any indication, this is just three locations. We are in for a treat. Like Mav said, over the moon hyped about what well, we're going to be seeing. If from I if I can add on to that now, not seeing yeah. these trailers just by going off of what Pong is describing, yep. is why I wish I had more time to tune into shows just to get much more hype. Um, so when you're describing Atlantis, it's kind of funny. You're actually giving the actual description for Atlantis that Plato described back in the day about yep. it being a central empire uh, that basically represented different races all around. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were just very technologically advanced because they pretty much brought everybody into the fold with them. Yep. You know, God Howard and his team have a big plan for this. They've oh. been planning for 25 years. So obviously oh, yeah. we're going to be seeing so much of that fall in line with what you just said, Centurion, where things just make sense and, and they have some kind of real world basis as well. Uh, because I think he is going for that type of real world versus just straight sci-fi, you know, stuff, but he wants it to keep it grounded in reality as well as far as technology goes and the possibilities out there of what could be out there. I think he's really going for that. So I think that's awesome, dude. Good uh, information. No, well, that's for me. I just really like to see yeah. how we can see a developer take inspiration from something, something as simple as the concept of Atlantis. If you ever really read about what it truly was, and to just be like, hey, we should integrate this into a game and probably, I mean, it really shows how gaming is in a way another form of art and it can almost uh, expose people to things they knew nothing about and the fact that this actually has real world connections. Right.
Exactly. Cool yeah. shit. Can't wait. I, ha- I have to address something in the chat. What yeah. I do is I've no I've I've realized that there are people that do not understand what some of our emojis mean. <laughs> um, so well, it's quite like we can't go into. Egg- I mean, this is mayo. Yeah. A jar of for lady. This is pong. Obviously, Making it, he made that uh, pong made that face on Fun Pop. Yeah, um, when he was playing a video game, fighting a boss, and he held it for about five minutes straight, and uh, <laughs> so we blew it up. That might be a slight this exaggeration. Is, this is baby three bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's baby bit. And, th- uh, and this this is Mavster. This is Fun Pop. Fun Pop. This yeah, is. This is sniffing. <laughs> yeah, sniffing. that was a thing. Stink that was Thursday. a thing. Um, uh, this is Marvel. Only it's not. It's like a lion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's called Mar Mar Marvel, but uh, uh, I wish I wish we would get. And this is Cardi, uh, the back. singer woman. <laughs> the right, singer we need woman. a petition. And this is Halo. <laughs> Petition so the what is there not to know? Like, let's how can let's you bring not uh, SpongeBob back, everybody. <clears throat> no. One for yes, nope. two for no. No, but I'm a low life. Guys, we'll get the channel banned. Back. By the way, uh, so I have been known and called out a few times by Pong when I'm streaming that he realizes I forget that I'm streaming and I just get caught staring at the camera. Eating animal crackers, yeah, um, or, or cheese balls, or whatever else balls. you got. Yeah, <laughs> whatever snack no. is under the desk. Wait, you wait know. a minute, you just don't do it. You actually stare into the camera and do yes. it. Yes, yeah, yeah well, he because does. I'm, I, because he I'm watching. He's away to another land. I'm yes. on the PC doing something, and my camera's right here, like by my monitor. So I'm just looking at like like like, like this, <laughs> you know. And I'll I'll inter- I'll uh oh, I, I guess I'll reenacted for you. <laughs> so, oh, I'm God, just no. playing games. Hey, uh, Casey, and then I, I'm doing yet? something. I forget about the camera and the stream and I'm just sitting here. He's <laughs> <laughs> just talking. See, that's my uh, whole big fear about going live because <laughs> I'll be up front. I got ADHD and the weirdest stuff happens around me and I just get worried about what I am going to do on camera because I... Hey. Sp- I spaz out and I forget the camera's on. Yeah, I, I have ADHD too, brother. So you know, there it is. <laughs> there it is. The look. Oh man, people the don't. I'm know in them. heaven. Look, <laughs> I don't know why you'd be in heaven with them bloody dry old things. Mm, hey so man, animal crackers crack. are nostalgic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so horrible. There's a reason why they're called animal crackers. What right? are yeah, but he he things? eats the ones without icing. They're not ice. Good old days when those came in a cheap cardboard box with string. They're still those cheap are the Barnum's ones. The yeah, Barnum's ones... ones are actually good. The ones that Mav eats are total shit. <laughs> oh my god! They, they are the cardboard century. Once he yeah. eats, are actually admit, cardboard. They're they're yeah. probably like one molecule like the, away from actually being the, cardboard. But right. um, Costco, the lights flickering. Yeah, they're down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The you gotta dust them off because nobody's bought them in a long time. I've Years. actually had I've actually had this for like three months now. I think. Uh, when did I get this 150th anniversary one? You've cut it just down. sits here next to me. 
I have cut down it. The last one I, I went through pretty quick. So yeah. yeah. You know. Um, all right. So moving moving on. Anybody else want to speak on the uh other show, you know, uh that we got opening night live? I think everybody's had a chance to, right? Uh mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh I think Centurion. Yeah. I gave it a, a, a B plus at the time because I think the second half dropped off. There are mm-hmm. a few good games in there that I like the look of. Obviously, Saints Row was a big one. Um, Midnight Sun was a good-looking one. Cult of the Lamb I'm really looking forward to. But what nobody's mentioned is some more play from Sifu. Yep. Yeah. Sifu's well, on right. Sifu, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Sifu's looking cool. February 22nd, 2022, it's coming out. And I know Indie Gamer is hyped for that. Yeah, yeah. That, is that a PlayStation that. exclusive and P- Play- PlayStation and PC? I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I, I've got you know what, Mav? I got uh, I got to call fraud on myself because you know how much I hate battle royales, right? I'm not yeah, a battle yeah, royale. You're guy. not the only one. I hate <laughs> battle royales, but <laughs> I, I will tell you, th- I will tell you this: that Blood Hunt game needs to come to consoles. I don't know why they're keeping it PC only, but that Blood Hunt that's game not PC only. Yes, that's PC yeah. only right now. Yes, what they have not. It? Yes, well, correct. it's probably the console version is not ready. Uh, well, they, they 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 have not confirmed it. They have said that there's no plans for it at the time, but down the road they could do it. That needs to come because out of all the battle royals I've always I've seen, and again, part of it has to do with it being vampires. I absolutely love vampires. That game looks incredible, and I would love nothing more than check that game out. The powers and how they use them. Um, I think while you were doing the show, Mav, I tweeted at you saying that, or I, I was in the chat saying that it looks like it plays like Shadowrun, the first-person shooter version. Yeah, that's it, what it reminds it, me of with the powers. It looks so good, dude. I can't I wait. Really I can't wait it. to try it out. I mean, maybe I'll yeah. try and take up PC gaming, you know, for that yeah. more. Yeah. You know, I, I only kind of relegate myself to RTS and stuff like that. You know, CRPGs, right. but maybe, maybe it'll be worth just to it try it out. It. Yeah, is it free to play or is it? And I don't know. They they're putting it into preview though. So it's been mm-hmm. in alpha for a while, and they're finally putting it into preview. So they've got some. Maybe you should try to get a code or something. It, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard for any like battle royale style game that's based on that style to succeed now without free to play, yeah. especially when it's only limited to one platform. Because right. you're limiting the install base to like such a small size that it really mm-hmm. needs to take off. And a lot of PC gamers that are playing those type of games are used to playing Apex or Warzone right. or Fortnite. And they're not used to paying like, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks, whatever it costs to buy to buy a game. And that's going to kind of limit the size of that a little bit. So we'll see what model they pick up with. I'm not saying there's only one right answer, but, you know, for numbers wise on an actual multiplayer game, sometimes it can make a big difference. And that's one of the reasons Halo Infinite's multiplayer has been free to play because you're guaranteeing a larger install base and that can grow over time with supported content. Right. Right. So, right. Exactly. Um, so that's the one thing too. Like when it, when you like Aliens Fire Team Elite, right? Yep. Amazing game. Just came out. Great. We're having a lot of fun. It has a few bugs here and there, but we don't really know what the future is, right? Because it was released as like a forty dollar package. This is what you get, right? Which is nothing wrong with that. But I would love to know. Hey, what's the future of this franchise and this game going to be? They have announced something- three. Three DLCs are going three. to come. 
Yes. Is it within a, they announced like a time span, like a year? This a, year, supposedly. So we'll nice. see. Is it yeah. like campaigns? Like four seconds? Um, they have not specified. They've specified additional content. They did not specify what that's going to include other than that there is going to be some more um, just uh, cosmetic stuff. But uh, everybody's assuming they're going to add a couple of levels at least. So, so if, if I can ask, I tuned modes. into your guys' stream the other night. Um, yeah. What is this game about? I mean, it has me intrigued, but like you know every game based off of every great movie franchise hasn't really translated very well most of the time i know there's that that title everybody always wants to point out but i know most of the time it doesn't translate well i'm just curious is there any campaign to this or is this just really three people standing in a room just no it's camp waves no there's a campaign it's a light campaign it's a light story i'm not going to tell you that it's in depth but this is probably i think we've all agreed one of the best game or one of the games to best capture the feeling of aliens uh overall like period point blank from sounds to the actual uh music to the settings uh to the point of how the aliens are basically non-stop you are in panic mode all the time the other night me three bit and mav ran out of ammo just like in the movie we were running out of ammo i was using my pistol just like the movie until we could get to the next ammo crate. So it's just, it, it's a, up to three player multiplayer, uh, you know, or, uh, three person, uh, shooter is, is what it is. Co-op. And there is a story, there is some to it. And then you can open up a horde mode once you complete all the missions. So they got a horde mode on top of it, but literally the sound effects, the feeling of the game, all of that stuff. Uh, there, there's, there's some parts of it that you will see that you go, okay, this looks like a low budget double a game, right? Which is what it is. It's a $40 game. It's not a full price game, uh, made by a small studio. Who's never done a big project before, but then there's other parts and details in the game where you're like, dang, this holds up well against a lot of the big triple a titles as well. The gunplay feels well. The movement is very done very well. Um, you know, and again, like Mav said, there are some bugs. I think they released a patch today, though. They're supposed to fix some of that stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, great game. Again, Aliens is hard to do. A lot of people have failed, and this team has pulled it off. Uh, Mav, you got anything else to add to that? I, I just, like, think, first, the, the explanation you're having of, like, the team, right? Um, this is like such a great first showing. Like I would not hesitate if I, if I was looking to look for a team to handle licensed content like this, yeah. I would go to them in a heartbeat because this is like, um, it's not the biggest triple a game, but it is a great time to go and play with friends. And they did a, such a great job staying true to the source material. Um, that's got those little nuggets for like the true fans of the franchises and stuff. And I'm not saying I'm the biggest aliens fan, but I know enough about it to spot that stuff. Um, and playing with people that were more like, it's like they're spotting all these little things that I didn't know about. Right. Or, or that I didn't remember cause I didn't pay as much attention to it. Right. But, um, in the levels, like the campaigns that I, we're, we played through, um, two of the like big levels yet. Right. And I'll call them campaigns or chapters or, or whatever. I don't know exactly, but each one of them is made up about like three or four sec uh, stages. Right. And they kind of get harder as you go. And they actually make you have to strategize and think about what you're going to do. And it's actually provides a challenge for it. So, which is good. A lot of times these games, you can just kind of run through or whatever. Um, it, 
for the most it has a few bugs here and there but for day one at launch you just were able to play it instantly and it worked right um is it's just a, such a great game like it's it a combination really it's a combination of games too like there's a variety of enemies yeah. we just got introduced to new enemies last night there's a cover system uh like gears or like division uh, mm-hmm. as Mav has the feeling of division, there's a cover system. You're not using it when you're fighting aliens, but when you're use it, you do use it when you're fighting other enemies. So there's a, there's a mix up there, a nice mix of, uh, mm-hmm. different styles. Uh, the classes are all well done. There's uh what? Five, five classes, right? Four, five, five. Five classes. Five. Um, and the weapons are unique. Uh, there's tons of attachments. There's tons of stuff to get. So, yeah, overall, great game. Yeah, I, I would like to see them do more in the future with different types of IPs. Like, it, I, there's so much crappy license stuff that used to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and for them to, like, nail this on their first attempt, it just shows, like, hey, like, let's put, let's give this team more money, another, like, more, a bigger budget. Um and more IP and see what they can create because I would be looking forward uh, from now. If I found out that this dev is working on another franchise or a uh, licensed product that I enjoy, I'm going to be looking forward to that because I have a little bit of trust in what they can put out. Uh, guns feel great too, guys. That's the biggest takeaway. There's also all these like screen effects that they do with like challenge cards and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Changes the game. Black um, and white. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like such a, it was well, everything was well implemented. I had a couple audio bugs. Yeah, uh, one that was driving me up the wall. Bonkers. I mean, yeah, it was driving me crazy. And then uh, occasionally we have disconnects, and it's not just a disconnect where like, hey, hop back in. It's like everybody has to like leave and quit the game and go back in to to get back together. But I think they're gonna get that stuff kind of worked out. Like, shout out so. to Cold Iron Studios. So that's that's who yeah. it is. Yep. Yeah, we got off track with that, but that is yeah. worth talking about. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we did actually. Um, well, so, why not? Uh, Aliens is a very awesome franchise that doesn't deserve to be kind of lost in the wayside. Um, correct. And I mean, just for in my mental, the way I look at it, um, when you go back in time and you want to talk about the golden age of Hollywood before digital, uh, before the, 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 the advent of digital graphics, you know, um, I think aliens the movie aliens itself especially that was the one that involved uh basically the colonial marines and that shows you just how much can go into the production of a movie and trying to create an atmosphere and look by just using the things around you and it's really nice to see that that part of aliens is still being used to this day because i feel like that's like some of the most iconic memories from that franchise yeah, dude, hundred percent, man. Um, I, I, I'm probably gonna play some more of that tonight. To be honest with you guys, like, it's just having a blast. <laughs> well, now um, I guess I gotta buy it because I've been listening. Yeah, it's forty like, bucks. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. It's, yeah, it's it's forty bucks in in the store. I'm hoping it has a big enough audience to keep to keep you know to keep it going and stuff. But regardless, like you can, Jasper, our friend Jasper, he he's beat this game pretty much by himself. So you can still play this by yourself, or you get two bots that roll with you. Right, yeah. alpha and beta. Ja- Jasper's superhuman, though, when it comes to first er, when it comes to shooters. So <laughs> it is, is tough true. by yourself. It is tough by yourself. Yeah. Don't yeah, don't don't expect it to be um, easy. But yeah, if you're if you're Jasper, you can't beat this game by yourself. Um, yeah, all right. he doesn't even need the bots. <laughs> <laughs> 12-8. 12-8, guys. 
that's the date for Halo. Um, we're also getting on November 15th, the 20th anniversary of Xbox, we're getting Halo controller, Halo console. Um, thoughts on, on the on the release date? Um, I know Lady was able to nab one of these consoles. I'm a little jealous. Um, what, what are y'all's thoughts on 12.8? Well, I mean, it makes sense uh, to be the last shooter out of the three that, you know, Battlefield, Call of Duty, Halo, uh, being the last, meaning that people are going to be picking up your game. Because, you know, that's usually what happens. You know, you play a game and a new one comes out, you stop, play that. So, you know, picking that date in December, at least it's the first week in December. Um, so, How long make- again is it after Vanguard? Uh, Vanguard then- is November the 5th, I think. So, so it's so over a month That's away. why it's in a different month. For sure, because Xbox have that tie with yeah. Activision. Plus, so they think, have to promote that first. I think they wanted as much time as possible, and we're trying to pick the last possible date mm, to release it before so. Christmas. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I think is going on here because they don't want to have a couple week delay or anything like that, or they don't want to announce another a month delay or anything. I think they're like, okay, what is the best possible way we can get this team? the most time because honestly business wise december the 8th doesn't make a lot of sense right if you're looking at xbox uh there's only like a two-week gap after um battlefield and cod right there's a whole month gap from cod to halo they could go like that week of november 15th 19th that i know lupa we talked about before right and 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 have a huge success riding that wave of the 20th anniversary of xbox so to not launch that week, to me, just says, hey, we want as much time as humanly possible to get every bug we can possibly get out of the game. Um, so that's well, what my thinking is. I, I think it's also a little bit part of uh, we, we're getting Forza Horizon 5 in November as well. So this way they can say, look, we got a AAA game here in November. We got another AAA game here in December. I think that's why they picked yeah. December as well. And said because they could have easily just went and gave given us a you know uh, a third week of towards the end of November you know that's a good thought dude I wonder if you know Game Pass being this new thing where maybe the dates aren't as important as they used to be with like yeah with that kind of stuff you know like I, I don't know um, I want to know Kate like twelve twelve eight is that is that um good for you i mean at the end of the day i don't really care um i'm a little surprised i didn't hit that i didn't want to hit that anniversary mark but i guess Mm -hmm. they're doing the is that when the console comes out the november 15th when the console comes out yeah yeah so i mean i'm just excited to play it and glad it didn't get delayed again yeah so i'm good with it Um, Centurion, twelve eight. Thoughts? Um, they have their reason. They have their ways of picking this date. I mean, they have access to analytics that tell them when people are actually more at home. I've, in my opinion, Wednesday middle of the week, most people aren't going out to eat. They're probably at home cooking a meal. I mean, it's probably a perfect day where everybody's 
pretty much going to have time though. to really check out uh, Halo. I mean, they're picking about when would be the most optimal time that basically anybody and their grandmother could basically check out Halo, and why not Wednesday in the middle of the week? I mean, it, I mean, every it's pretty much the middle of the week. Nobody ever really plans much for the middle of the week. This is true. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. seems a funny day. It's normally a Tuesday. It's a funny day Wednesday, but yeah, I mean, at that at that month, that's probably a good a good place to go, I guess. I I did think it would have been the nineteenth or even the twenty third the following week to be around the date, if not on it. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I also thought they would give it as much time between Vanguard and them as possible. So. And I didn't, they didn't want it to be too near to Forza Horizon 5 either. So I think, yeah, I mean, I think December the 8th is just a funny day, though. Wednesday, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it's all good. Everybody's getting what they want. I just hope they really bring it because if they don't, well, they're going to get ripped to bits anyway. But if it, they're ripped to bits for the truth, that's going to be worse than being ripped to bits for for not being the truth, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to be ripped to bits by people are always going to find. Oh, yeah, especially especially it. without the co-op, right? You're already sure. kind of setting yourself. There's the, the biggest thing with that is they're setting themselves up, right? Yeah. And also the, and... the thing is, like it being December the 8th, that's not quite so far away for the three months to get the co-op and forge. So, you know, maybe they're they're a bit closer than we think. They could easily be, yeah. And it might, and they might surprise everybody and release it. Probably not on day of release, but maybe a month or two after. Who well, knows? when they said three months, they said three months after launch. Yeah, I know. So but that would what be I'm saying is December the eighth, yeah. late, right? By near on mm -hmm. a month. So maybe it won't be three months, and they'll surprise you like with a shadow drop or something. Yeah, well, you we'll never see. know. Um. Pong. I think people are happy to get their consoles and controllers, though, and uh, mm -hmm. it's sort of quelled the tide a little bit. Doesn't the uh, console come with a digital copy of the game? Yeah, it does. And the console is five forty nine US, and it comes with a copy of the of Halo, which makes you save ten bucks if you're planning on yeah. buying it. Um, yeah. Um, so that, that's a cool thing. So it's not like it's not like they're like, oh, charge fifty dollars extra if you want. If you're trying to get a Series X, that's the one to buy right now if you can get one, hmm. right? So oh. if uh, just unfortunately, there's only going to be a limited amount. So yeah, but see, December the eighth again, there's going to be an awful lot of parents out there that are going to buy that for their kids for Christmas. If so I available. think there'll be, I think there will be an awful lot more of them available come December, the month of December. You would think leading up to Christmas, definitely. The holidays are definitely going to have, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's that time of year where everybody wants to buy for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. So, yeah. So I have a question: If you have Game Pass um, and are going to get Halo that way, can you like gift your code to someone? Yeah. That usually, have... well, sometimes I don't know. Like sometimes they give you a code in the in the box, and then sometimes it comes just pre-installed on the console. Oh, okay. So the, it the depends code. on how they do it. Well, they, with it the... being on Game Pass, I would hope that they'd make it like 
giftable. You're, I was going to say, good, every special edition can, console I've got always came with uh, the little magical scratcher ticket card that you yeah. get the quarter out and scratch yeah. the dust off and you get a code. Yeah, well, the, I think they did a couple that were pre-installed. Um, what was it? Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That edition 1X con console, uh, that code was tied to your console. Oh, so wow. you yeah. could not gift it. <laughs> That yeah, game was not on Game Pass, though, right? No, no, that was not. So not yet. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know if they will uh, allow that because it's in Game Pass, so they might not allow. Um, I think it should it, be giftable, personally. If it, if it's when I bought to the console, so when we'll I bought see. the Gears, can when I bought the Gears console. I was such a big Gears fan that I had already been rewarded by Microsoft, like I think more than once, all the Gears games, like free of charge. And when I bought the Gears console, it came with them again. And I actually gave that to a friend who used every single one of them, like unheated. I mean, all he had to do is put the codes in. Yeah. So that this is like, I didn't know they did that with the Cyberpunk console. Um, let's get to the Super Chat we'll see. Uh, Lord Roughness. Uh, thank you for the $5 super chat. He says, I'm happy with December 8th. All the talk about the 20th anniversary date made no sense to me. As they tried to launch last year, it's ready, let's go. Yeah, for, for me, like the reason I was thinking the 20th anniversary is because uh, last year, the big thing was the launch of the consoles. So they were trying to hit that, which is a huge event, right? And then they had, once they made the decision to delay, What's the next major event that lines up with the 20th anniversary of Xbox? And not only that, the 20th anniversary of Halo. Um, it just was thinking, okay, well, if they missed the launch of the Xbox Series X and S, then maybe they could hit the 20th anniversary, right? So that's like another opportunity just to generate marketing hype and everything and a huger, a bigger like uh, commotion about the a huger. Yeah, a huger. Yeah, future. Uh, um, so I haven't seen too many people upset about the date. Do you think yeah, the console cool. coming out on that date instead kind of like was I enough think people, for people are just so excited that the console looks as badass that it does and the controller that they're just kind of talking about that. And yeah. I think that, um, I think for me, honestly, the December 8th date just means that hey, the game is going to be a little bit more polished that probably, much better you know just that a little bit more better than it would have been in november so it, um, it's not like a huge deal does the elite controller come out that same day also i think it comes out on november 15th with the uh, series x i'm not 100 percent on that though but i was a little disappointed that they didn't announce a regular like series controller a halo controller that's sold separately other than the one that comes bundled with, with the, the console uh, yeah. custom console maybe they because will a lot of Halo fans may want to buy a custom controller, but don't want to spend two hundred dollars on an elite yeah. controller, right? I agree or with just, you. For me, like, I don't. I got I, my Forza Horizon Five one, so I'm happy. Yeah, I but even that one, that one's really cool. But they that one is it's like seventy five bucks for a controller. You want to see how many people kicking off about it's ugly, it doesn't tie in with Forza. It does because it's actually the festival um, fireworks going off and the festival it's like uh, that smoke right yeah the the horizon festival colors and smoke and fireworks that all go off around the horizon Horizon festival hub so it does tie in quite well yeah i I like it because it's different um 
Pong, uh, 12-8, you think, I saw you kind of shaking your head when I was saying about yeah. the um, just more as much time as possible because they can't go any later than that. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. thoughts? Campaigns coming in as hot as an ODST drop, let me tell you. So uh, <laughs> they are taking as much time as they possibly can. Um, you know, again, just glad it's going to be this year. Uh, we talked about this, that, you know, I was in the camp of you don't delay. Um, so I'm just glad they're going to make this year. Um, it is what it is. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see the final product. Uh, there's no judging it now. We can talk all we want until we're blue yeah. in the face about possibly what's happening behind the scenes, but we've got a date. So whether they're ready or not, it's coming. Um, you know, and again, I just hope uh, that this time, this extra time that they've actually got uh, will result in a much better, um, you know, end, end result. I hope they use it. Uh, obviously they will be, but I hope, that what they bring us, you know, lives up, um, yeah. especially without the co-op and without the forge, as we talked about uh, last week. Um, this this has got to crush. Um, it's got to hit all the right notes, and if it does, all will be forgiven, all will be forgotten, and life moves on. If it, if it doesn't, it's gonna it's gonna be a long few months for them uh, for three four three, unfortunately, because there's gonna be a lot of criticism to throw around. Um, but at the end of the day, the multiplayer is what's necessary. Um, you know, I, I, I am a little bit, I don't know, I guess, I, I guess for me again, as a casual Halo fan, it doesn't mean anything either way. So it is what it is. I think that if you are going to go with the way that Joseph Staten has described this as he did as a games of a service, and he was saying, well, you know, games of service, you know, they, that we, you know, we keep working on them. That's, that's kind of the name of the game. Then I think they should release the multiplayer early so that's what i would have done i would have gotten that out there um maybe even on the 20th anniversary maybe in october to iron out all the kinks on the multiplayer make sure it's all firing on all cylinders when that single player does hit but they're not going to do that and uh, i get it um so you know december 8th is it get ready buckle up it's going to be crazy coming up to that date i can't wait mm -hmm. to see like i said i expect them to have a huge halo show prior to it to show us the single player uh, you know, in all of its glory, uh, whatever that may entail. And I expect it's going to be, like I said, right around the anniversary, at least if I was Microsoft, that's what I would do. You have to celebrate the anniversary in some way. I know December 8th is the day right after Bungie's 30th anniversary, which is a huge date in, in obviously Halo history still. Um, and they obviously talked to Bungie about this. Obviously there might be some coordination there as to what they're going to do. But I think that you give the fans something around the anniversary. And if that is a you know gigantic blowout on the single player, more multiplayer news, everything, show it off uh, you know, and celebrate Master Chief and what he means to the gaming industry, then I think that's uh, that, that would be best case scenario. I'd love to see it. So, Pong, do you think that we uh, could see a situation where they keep saying, oh, we're going to launch the Halo single player and multiplayer together. They keep saying that they reiterated yep. it again. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. do you think there is a chance that, you know, you could release the open beta a couple weeks beforehand and just leave it live. Right. That way you're yeah. kind of not yeah. having that like huge day one overload of players jumping into the multiplayer and people are a little bit more forgiving when it comes to the term beta you know what i mean they're yeah. not going to get crushed as much with having server issues on day one correct that no that sense. that no oh, that would totally make sense like i said that was my biggest deal with this like 
I just don't because we all know it doesn't matter how much you prepare. It, it doesn't matter how big the game is. We've seen Call of Duty year after year on launch day still have some kind of issues. We've seen Battlefield nonstop time after time again have issues after issues. We've seen Halo in the past when everybody jumps on. You just cannot prepare for that amount of traffic hitting your servers yeah. all at the same time. So that's why I always said that I, you know multiplayer is is going to be the diamond to to Halo forever. That it is just what it is. I know that the campaign is is a fan favorite. Obviously, again, you don't become this big as Halo without both of them hitting. But what I'm saying is that multiplayer, you want to be refined and working the minute that people get their game, whether it's on launch day, whether it's all the kids getting it on Christmas Day. Uh, whatever the case may be is whoever by that point when those masses are logging in you want that multiplayer running top notch and i think the that's why i said launch it early and get all the bugs worked out so that when everybody gets their hands on it i think with your plan right there mav i think that would be perfect that if they opened up like maybe let's say a portion of it called it a beta didn't unlock everything didn't have all the maps didn't have all that stuff but unlocked a good portion of it and just had people rolling in playing it non-stop while they get ready to launch the full thing and then flip the switch and they know that they've got the server capacity ready and they know that everything else has been worked out in the meantime, I think that would be perfect. I, I love that idea. Okay, man. Yeah, um, do you think that, I think that like in November, maybe a couple more flights will happen? Yeah, They're going to have well, another flight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They've At already announced one, but yeah. like Maybe one in September, one in November, or a couple in October even. Yeah. I mean, because there's a good few months yet. Depending on what they need to test, for sure. Yeah, we got big team, uh, big team like battle coming up. Um, so I'm thinking either end of September, beginning of uh, what is it, October? So that's crazy, man. We're almost at the end of the freaking year. This year yeah. has blew my mind. It has it's, not, it's nuts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely crazy, dude. Um, it's and that's a good segue. Uh, because what we're going to talk about with our last thing is the holiday lineup for what's going to be playable on Xbox this holiday season over the next uh, few months, right? Over the next few months is looking just absolutely freaking crazy. And not just from the first party, but like just in general. Uh, but first, I'm going to get to the super chat from Lord Roughness with the $5 super chat. Thank you again so much, dude. Um, he says... I was uh, surprised with the pushback for no co-op. I've always played Halo since Combat Evolved. Lights off, headphones on, single player zoned. Um, for, for me personally, that's the way I also have always taken in the campaign first. But there's a lot of people that first thing they do is play co-op. So it, there, it does. it's not necessarily like it, halo is the one thing about halo is halo is different for different people right some people love halo because they love to play with maps and custom custom game modes and multiplayer they don't even play the traditional multiplayer yeah some people only like the competition of the of of like the uh competitive multiplayer some people only like the campaign and only play it solo some people only play co-op campaign and play it over and over and over again and it's it's just Halo is such a big thing that is so many different things to different people. That's why this hits hard for a lot. 
for me personally, it doesn't affect me. Um, but there, it just, there is that percentage of people for sure that that's what they're look, they look forward to most. And if what you're looking forward to most is taken out of the game, then it's kind of like, Oh, that sucks. Now we will say this too: other games that are coming out that are full price games don't even have online co-op that should. So and not saying that, that you can compare those to Halo, but for the bang for the buck, what you're getting at launch here is probably still superior to a lot of other games that come out for $60 uh, at launch. So there's a lot of different like ways of looking at things. And uh, ultimately, it's a big disappointment and a, and a black eye on 343 for not having made this such a priority to begin with that it's at launch. But in the end of the day, a year later, it may not be that big of a deal, right? So we'll we'll see where how yeah. everything goes. They, but they got to deliver. The one thing that this has done is this put more attention on them, and they have to deliver even more than they were going to with the quality of the game. Because with this delay uh, of the co-op, if if the campaign doesn't deliver a really polished experience, they are going to get absolutely hey. annihilated. Hey, Mav, speaking of which, before we move to the next topic, I know we got to finish up here, but just real quick, I wanted your guys' opinions, you know, because especially, you know, anybody who was a giant Halo fan, what did you think about the experience announcement kind of faux pas today? That they, you're only going to be able to earn experience through the challenges um, for your season pass. I don't give pass. a shit about that. You don't? Personally. Okay. Uh, for okay. me, like, I don't ever even pay attention to that when I'm playing any of these games that have experience, right? right? Like Call of Duty, um, Battlefield. But this, I never this even... was for the season pass. That's why I was asking because you're going to be buying the season pass, and I know you get to keep it forever, so it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, earning towards that, you don't, you just don't give a shit anymore. Well, I remember that they said like you can swap out challenges for ones that you'd like, yeah. as well. Yeah. So I, I think there's there's that. ways around that for people that are like upset about it maybe it's a way of engaging with people more i don't know what the reasoning is behind it i've seen some people like you said like just get absolutely crazy oh yeah this game is trash now and i'm like did anybody even care when you like if that's is that what you're thinking when you're playing halo you know what i mean i understand there's a grind aspect for people with levels and stuff but yeah like that's never been what halo's been about in the past Right. So why does that matter now? I, I just think because obviously some people for first person shooters, it's different, obviously. Uh, yeah. And some people go into it like for me, Battlefield, I care what my experience is. Right. So I'm, I'm looking to move up to that next level, open up those next weapons, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And again, I understand when I saw this, I was like, well, it's a season pass. So it's all cosmetic. You get to keep the season pass forever. Yeah. So, it's, like, really, at the end of the day, battlefield or COD, when you're right. unlocking weapon attachments right. and stuff right. like Correct. that, like, yeah, this is you're not reaching for those things because right. in Halo, you have all the weapons. Could you imagine if they did that? Right. And, and it did, <laughs> oh my god, you know what? Kind of says he doesn't care. Yeah, three yeah. doesn't care about that, but he understands. But I can see how some peeps will get upset since your yeah. games don't earn anything. The, right. I think it will halt progression for peeps trying to rank up fast. Right. The, for me, this is just one of those things where, like, hey, not every game is created like is the same. Like, right. it, it makes sense for Battlefield and Call of Duty where they have all those weapon attachments and weapon customizations yeah. to unlock. That's part of the fun of playing those games. That grinding aspect. This game right. doesn't have that. If they, if it could, like Pong. 
Yeah. If they implemented that in order yeah. to have a reason to be able to grind your XP, <laughs> do you know what the Halo community would do? They would oh. absolutely fucking explode. <laughs> it would be, oh yeah. my god, like <laughs> so destroy three for three. Yeah, you, you gotta like make stuff that makes sense for yeah. the game, and maybe this is what they settled on right now. I'm not saying that it's gonna be the right answer, but if yeah. all you're playing for these games for is to a multiplayer shooter is to gain experience, then right. like. I mean, you're not unlocking anything but cosmetics in this game, so that's kind of—I don't know. It just—it's not a big deal to me. Okay, all right. I just wanted your opinion. So yeah, I had heard about it. Uh, <laughs> I was reading our private chat. Um, all right. So moving on, multiplats and first party is absolutely smashing uh, Xbox in the next few months. Uh, Far Cry Six, Dying Light, Dying Light Two comes out the day before Halo, right? But do you think maybe that's why they went on Wednesday so they didn't have the same date as Dying Light Two? Because that is a big uh, don't they have marketing uh, deal? With they got marketing stuff, but also because Bungie's having a special for the their thirtieth too, on the seventh. Right. So okay, I think so that it, was more as part of the yeah, reasons. Think, yeah, yeah. Because really, it doesn't matter to Dying Light Two. It's going to suck either way. December seventh or December eighth, it really didn't matter it's 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 tough i can't imagine how that conversation went with Techland, yeah. but what are you gonna do <laughs> so yeah those those things people aren't really think about too like hey right. what else is coming that's you know so it's just it's just interesting but man there's okay we got far cry dying light 2 battlefield call of duty halo forza um the gunk scorn yeah. six uh crossfire x yeah um Diablo 2. Super Monkey Ball, yeah. Diablo 2. Uh, we've got, yep. Uh, we've got Back for Blood. Riders Republic. Tales of Arise. Moon Glow Bay. Yeah, Moon Glow Bay, October. Yeah, Moon Glow Bay. <laughs> I actually can't wait for that. I'm Saints Row, February 25th. Yeah, that's, that's in 2022. That's yeah. 2022. Uh, oh, Guardians right. of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't see that bit. I wrote off the edge of the page. <laughs> 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, Man. Forza. Uh, we got the anniversary edition yeah. of Skyrim. Forza, yeah, don't forget Forza. Yep. My biggest Forza. Too. Anniversary edition of uh, Skyrim, which is still going to be a big deal, whether you believe it or not. People are oh, going yeah. to be all over that. Um, Centurion, how are we going to play all these games? 25th anniversary, Pong. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's true. Yes, I already don't have enough time to already play all these games. I'm still a little right. confused on like, no offense, this isn't directed at anybody, but how the hell does anybody find time to whine and complain with all these freaking games? Like, right. I mean, like, I would be like, okay, I got to plan out every minute of my day to play all these games. I don't got time to film. I don't got time to sit and complain about things. Let's just play some games and do this. Some people will never be happy, Centurion, or want anybody yeah. else to be happy. That's what yeah. it is, man. You're happy? No, I don't moan about nothing. Happy. I don't do Twitter either. There's you saw how Lupa, uh, saw how Lupa jumped all over me for liking the show. So, you know. No, just I said the first day. <laughs> the first day was shit. Anybody will tell you the pacing was terrible. Not me. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like moaning. It's I was asked an opinion. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's not just, just trying like, to bring me down. It's not just putting your like thoughts out there. Oh, this was so trash on Twitter. It's like oh, with somebody asking me, "What did you want to say?" Nobody can bring you down. 
Pong's living on a high. Living, living on a high. There was um, also that Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah, there's that yeah. one. Well done, Caitlin. I'm hoping well that's going to well be done. a lot better than Marvel Avengers. Yeah, uh, the I Jurassic have... World. Oh yeah, Evolution. Oh, Evolution. That, uh, there's yeah, that's another one. Uh, holy crap! Uh, and what about these other ones that uh, these strategy games, Pong? Like, uh, was it was it King's Bounty? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah King's Bounty uh, just came out. Uh, King's Bounty just came out. King's Bounty Two. Uh, then we've got uh, Crusade. Crusade. Yeah. Well, we got the Crusader, Crusader Kings Three. Yeah. That's um, one. That's, that's the one. Yep. That's going to be out. We've got Age Spell Force Three coming out also on December seventh. Yeah. Uh, Age of Empires for computer. Yeah. Can yeah. you explain Spell Force more? Because uh, I know you've probably done more research than I have. I just watched the trailer, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, that looks pretty freaking awesome. It and is an art Xbox, right? Yeah, that's coming to Xbox. Uh, pretty, pretty big deal. Uh, it got, uh, I guess like not that anybody cares about ratings, but some people do, but just to give you a rough idea. It was in the, it's like 77 on, uh, uh, Metacritic, uh, Meta who, um, for the PC, but a lot of people actually like the spell for series. Cause it kind of combines from what I've read is a combination of RTS and action RPGs. Um, and uh, a lot of people really, really like it. Plus, it's got a co-op campaign to it, which not a lot of RTSs do. Um, so I think that is freaking amazing. Um, and uh, it's just another... Uh, it's coming from THQ, too. THQ is publishing it. Um, and I just really... You know, again, you you know, Mav, you and I go, go back on this. Um, RTSs and strategy games are just a niche... Niche, we get it. We're they're they're niche. niche. They're not big. They're not big, uh, especially on consoles because it's so hard to get the controls right on the controller. But it's been done. It's been done time and time again. And if it's not perfect, a lot of us console only players get used to it. And because we've never used a mouse and keyboard, we don't know any different, and we can still play really well at it. Um, so I think that this is a big step forward now that we're starting to see these games come over um and and starting to be put out because i think this is this is one group of games that is missing from the consoles as a whole in the industry um and i think they got to find a way to start bringing them because there is a large enough group of people that has been waiting for them that don't have pcs that would play the hell out of them uh if they did come to console so i was really excited to see spell force 3 um and crusader kings 3 coming um Crusaders King three is a little different. It's a complete strategy game. It is, it is kingdom (laughs) management. Go watch some Mm -hmm. YouTube videos. If you have, I, I'm going to love the hell out of this game, but if you want to talk about kingdom management, man, go check this, uh, go check some YouTube videos out from some of the guys who play it on PC. It's ridiculous. So, but yeah, yeah, you will, you've played it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. insane. Yeah. And they're not doing a direct port. They're actually modifying it for the consoles, so which oh, is a nice. cool, okay. yeah, which is okay. cool, con- yeah, which is really cool. So I can't wait to see what they do with it. But yeah, um, yeah, Spellforce Three comes out in December. So anybody looking for that RTS fix, uh, look for that December seventh. So I can't wait. Go look at the videos. It looks awesome. Mav and I might be playing co-op whenever he doesn't play Halo. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so much freaking stuff, man. Kate yeah. just put a uh, yeah, a I link just put a chat. link. Yeah. Um, so I, I yeah, we're, 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 we're down like, by month, and we just named the and we just named the big stuff. We're not even talking about the indies that are coming yeah. out. <laughs> it's just insane, man. How, how are we going to grind on that battlefield and play Far Cry? How am I going to do that and play Far Cry Six and then play Halo 
and then play this other stuff. That's like I feel like I like am leaving genres out that I love mm-hmm. a lot because there's just not enough time to dive into it. Because for me, really to get into an RTS or yeah. a strategy game, you kind of have, have to invest a lot of time to learn all yes. the all the things and the mechanics yeah. and, and and get quick and get fast at it. And you too. can't go away from um, it and come back, otherwise you forget no. everything. So yeah, yeah. especially me. <laughs> yeah. I've I I can't remember anything. So um a game like that is like awesome and I'm like so looking forward to playing it, but then I'm like, oh man, like I I so gotta I wanna play Halo Aliens Fire Team Elite tonight. Oh yeah, Halo oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just making sure because that was my only kind of idea like dabbling into an RTS, I guess, like kind of like RTS casual, I guess, from what I've heard what people say. But there were still times where you're getting this little icon going off and you look over and you're just like, where the hell did all day come from? What is going on over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got like, I've got like 300 hours in Halo Wars too. Most of it online. So yeah, it's amazing. It, I love it. It's game. so good. And it has FPS boost now and it still, it yeah. still retains 4k. So it's absolutely insane on the series X. So yes, um, all you crazy Halo fans go play infinite nonstop. Go buy all the season passes because I believe we get a Halo Wars three as long as infinite does what it's supposed to do. So bring more RTS to console, please. Um, yes. I got a $10 super chat from KY Bob. Uh, you're awesome, dude. Uh, thank you again so much. He says, being the 20th anniversary 20 years ago we didn't play co-op over live we played co-op couch co-op split screen i love all my friends but in a way i will enjoy being forced into solidarity for the campaign hey, that's uh that's cool man that's you'll have the co-op to look forward to right so um can't really argue with anybody's point on halo that's the thing is like uh, i see a lot of going back and forth on halo you know about this but like i feel like honestly the real answer is there's no not a winning situation with with halo infinite since they announced that the co-op was not going to be ready so once they made that announcement there's no winning scenario and everybody at some point no matter who is going no matter what decision they make there's somebody that's going to be um upset a little bit yeah, exactly. And majority of the players are playing campaign and there is a, you know, there is a small fraction of co-op players that want to play. So it's like, do you want to, you know, bring out the game later and everybody be upset or bring out the game early without co-op and forge to make the majority of the players happy? And then we'll get, and to me, I, I I'm still on the fence of we possibly could still see co-op sooner than late than what they announced i know they said but i think that was just a time frame for me i think that was just giving themselves a window but to you know make everybody happy they could probably fix this and bring it in possibly at the launch date uh that's why we also probably why we got a later uh december date than you know than a november date to have that possibility so you know, at the end of the day, we're all going to be playing multiplayer mostly anyway. So, you know, I just want to get my hands on it already. <laughs> See, if I could hop on that comment, I just went earlier with the super chat. I'm not at least the group that I hang out in. When we play single player games together, we're not sharing. We're not co-oping. We're all playing our own version of the game. We're trying to keep up with each other. But I mean, there's times I've been in a party chat where someone hushes you because you are interrupting the story. And I mean, 
This looks like a good story. I was drawn in by the conversation between Master Chief and New Cortana alone. Yeah. I got to know more and I've got some friends that literally like, I mean, they got like an AC unit pouring down on them and you can hear so much background noise coming from their microphone that I mean, like generally in experiences like that, I am like not in a party chat. And if we are, I mean, we're all being silent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I, I get distracted playing the campaign with, with like, I, I don't care after I've experienced the story really, you know, but like, Gen yeah. I don't. I want to play at my pace when I'm playing the first time. It, uh, well, topic. I've got one friend that loves to speed run everything. So the minute you co-op, this dude's a mile ahead of you, and by the time you walk in the room, it's like, is there one left for me to shoot? Just one? Right. No, don't got yeah. that. Oh, um, I kind of bear that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it, everybody's got their own play style, so you never want something like that to br to influence your first playthrough. And normally, when you're co-oping the game with friends. That's generally when you're screwing around. I, yeah. You're in the back of the head. You're like, hey, did you guys see this? And I mean, you're like exploring the world. You're kind of like goofing off almost. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. You know, usually campaign, you, I play it by myself. I go, I solo run campaign first and, and then I go do co-op so I can get the experience so I can get the story, immerse myself in the game and then mess around with my buddies, you know, and that's... Yeah with co-op and that's you know that for me that's that like it's perfect i can get to experience co uh, single player by myself and then i can go into co-op later so i mean it's mm -hmm. we can't please everybody you know and, uh, at least you yeah. know we get we get to play it's you know this year at Dude, least even without co-op all eyes are on halo yes. everybody is still talking about halo out of all the social media stuff I watch, I see some people talking about 20, you know, Battlefield. No offense to the Call of Duty fans, but Vanguard is going to be and never was, not trying to steal someone else's title there. But, I mean, like, really, they're tackling World War II again. I really feel that's going to be detrimental almost to the Call of Duty franchise because I feel people are just World War II'd out. Um, and now we got Halo, and everybody is still talking about Halo I feel Microsoft has really paced things out. We're getting a little bit of a dabble now at Gamescom. We could probably have some other stuff between now and the release of the console. And then finally, everything's going to be capped off December 8th with December 8th with Halo Infinite, the release. And I mean, like all eyes are on Halo. All we can really hope for is that 343 at least knocks it out of the park with the, the portions of the game that they do release. Well, for me, Vanguard to me is just like a remake or a remaster of Call of Duty Two. You know, it, it just feels like the the location and everything. That's what it feels like. So I've already played Call of Duty Two. You know, and if you have prettier graphics, I mean, that's cool. But you know, it's like how much I don't know. I just I when they announced it was back going back to World War Two, I wasn't thrilled, and I you know I was like you know what we got. Battlefield 2042, uh, and then we got Halo coming out, and those are the two shooters that are gonna will take my time, and what I'm gonna be playing. I'm gonna sleep on Call of Duty until it goes on sale for like twenty bucks. I was just say I enjoy <laughs> the campaigns of Call of Duty. That's generally what I play. I don't have too many friends who play Call of Duty religiously. 
And so I'm generally buying Call of Duty around 20, 30 bucks. And that's for like the gold edition with everything, just in case somebody wants to play multiplayer. But for the most part, um, I'm not playing current versions of Call of Duty unless I have friends that are playing it. Mm -hmm. I've never not bought in a Call of Duty since Call of Duty 2. So oh. am I not going to buy Call of Duty? Oh, I've, I've, I've probably. I've skipped. I've, you skipped the last one? I skipped a lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, since modern modern warfare two, uh, I haven't really got into the call back into the Call of Duty. I know Black Ops is amazing, but you know, I, I uh, someone let me borrow a copy and I played it, and I was I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm, I was just I was done with it. You know, I wasn't. I don't know. Call of Duty is Call of Duty. See, did any of you like... guys? What did you guys think of Demon Slayer? That's out October 15th as well. Oh, I love the anime. That, that anime is freaking phenomenal. So that I can't cool. wait. We'll see. Uh, some of those games are like... Um, this one's Sega, which is... Like, I'm used to I'm used to these anime games being like Namco Bandai. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, or Bandai Namco, whatever. Um, but uh, this one's Sega. So I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, I want to get to the Super Chat too from 108 Dragons TV. Shout out to Lemon. Uh, $5. He says... Panel is lit. Pong, my guy Centurion, my guy, and shout out to the panel. Let's go. Halo to the death. It will be fine. Relax. Yeah. Uh, this Halo draws a lot of attention. Um, I'm not too worried, to be honest with you, because I know it's Halo and I'm going to have fun. But, yeah. um, but I also understand that there are people that you know are upset that it's not at launch with the with with that so it is what it is um as far as cod though um it's got a lot it's they got did a lot of other controversy bobs? too was that did you catch bobs uh super chat um i think so in the Which 20th one? century anniversary 20th anniversary yes. one you caught that oh i didn't hear you sorry yeah i think it did didn't i well, there's a, there was a second one. That's why I said 20 years ago, we didn't play co-op over live. I don't remember you saying that. Yeah, I think we I did. Couch uh, co-op split screen. I love all my friends, but in a way, I will enjoy being forced in to solidarity for the co campaign. Yeah, I remember I, you I saying that. that one. Did yeah, you? I, read that one. I can't remember. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Remember. Thanks, though, for looking out, because it is possible for me to miss these. I don't ever want to miss one. We also um, forgot to mention Song of Iron. Oh, we do. Which it's Joe was nice yeah, enough to be baby. on the show last week. We've yeah. got oh, three days to we go. We non-stop punk, uh, pump song of iron. I can't we wait. Do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I can't punk. Wait. hey, punk. That's in just a couple yeah. days, too. Yep. Yes, it's on the third. Four days. Three days away. Four. Three days for me. 31st, it's already four in the morning. We're, we're, we're not in UK <laughs> time. <laughs> I'm in UK time. Uh, no, Pong, I was going to ask you. You know he's talking about that spell game yeah, spell force yeah yeah um have you ever played spell break uh yeah i did not like spell break yeah. no, i didn't think i love the look of it i don't know if i could keep up with it yeah two different I've styles watched it of being streamed. yeah i was just yeah. gonna add that is it yeah. anything like that other one? Oh no no this is an rts more strategy rpg style game oh not for me then see that right, when right. as soon as you say strategic i know i know uh, <laughs> tactics or turn base yeah. i was out of there well the next <laughs> next assassin's creed is going to be a tactics game how do you feel about that 
that's not true. That's <laughs> I, know hey, you, I, know. I know you'll try that if that was a tax game. You you would try no. it. I'd try it, but I doubt I'd get on with it. I'm too I'm too eager. I don't know what the word is. I'm too like I have to be doing it. I have to be in there and I I hate this setting up everybody where they're meant to be and then press a button Fair and sit and watch why they do it all no that's not gaming for me i want to be an integral thank you phasma Man. integral part of it did you ever play jurassic <laughs> park evolution no yeah. because yeah. that's another thing that would drive me mad yeah, i nothing... don't want to do things that i have to do in real life in a game thanks i want to be taken into fantasy well wait I'm a minute human <laughs> wait a minute you get to actually clone and farm dinosaurs in real life yeah no, but look well, after you just said them. Well, I mean, you're talking, you just said them. things in real life. I'm just saying, no. I am well, you know right what now. I mean. Which like, she is in the UK. It, does it matter if it's dinosaurs or fucking lions? You still got to clean out their shit and house them. And well, I didn't have coming. problems with nah. that. Actually, the game didn't get that in depth. But I mean, yeah. definitely, you know, it's exciting when all of a sudden you get those little messages on screen that something is loose in the park, and you see people screaming and running to their little shelters. And yeah. <laughs> No, well, my issue with that with the game though, real quick, is that that the the fencing nothing was yeah. able to be kept in, no matter how you upgrade the fencing. I was like, and they're like, oh yeah, there's a bug, and we're trying to fix it, and hey, they still haven't fixed the damn thing. So, well, if you know how to actually properly keep them happy, that's the funny part. Actually, they have a dip disposition, and you actually have to learn how many you can put in one pen and who gets along with who. It actually makes yeah. you read. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've seen it. I've seen it being streamed and it's not for me. It's like, you know, oh, sometimes people it's like in watching hospital, paint you got to build a hospital brain. Yeah, exactly. It's a similar thing to tactics or turn-based for me. It's but, like, well, there's no. times they make it hairy where it's like, okay, here it is. You have nothing but carnivores on your island and all hell is breaking loose. Figure it out starting now. It's like, okay, uh, this is great. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the stressful situations in the RTSs. I like it. Uh, <laughs> or, or strategy games. I like, okay, I want to, when I play a game like that, I want to lay, uh, sit back, relax, like uh, play at my pace. And uh, like when I play RTS games, even like I, I'm like a turtle style player. Like I, I like to build up my base and build up my defenses as big as possible and just let them come and try and destroy me. And fail miserably and then i just use my army as just sitting there ready to go in and wipe out their base um but man uh pong's good at rts speaking of we're talking about strategy games my dream game for me like make a halo wars 3 style game but then include like factions from other uh xbox franchises and ips as as playable uh, like you could have a gears um with you could have the cog you could also have the locust you could have um stuff from like skyrim now you could have doom, doom. Oh, yeah. dude! Like, there's like so many possibilities if you uh, think about like an RTS mashup between all those. Oh my god! Uh, I'll be building up Brumax, bro, left and right, and, and... Get, get creative assembly. <laughs> I mean, beat, Halo Wars. He's building out dragons left and right to take out your Brumax. Got the Skyrim Doom out. Marine running out in front of the horde with the yeah. sword, just pointing it in the next direction that everybody's just gonna start going running amok. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> the battles though? The battles would be incredible. Oh my yeah. gosh, I, I would live for that, dude. That would be absolutely amazing. Hey, uh, somebody make it. They made my Marvel XCOM style game. Somebody is, so like, maybe make this one now. Uh, shout out to Dirt Griggity from Weebly Green Podcast. Absolutely awesome. Uh, he says, uh, with a $5 super chat, 
what's up, folks? Halo Infinite has a huge bullseye on its back. Hopefully, three for three shut these people up. I I agree. They they did a lot of talking with that flight, right? They they shut people up with the flight. It didn't take long when they, they when they tripped over themselves a little bit again. Um, when they had to make that announcement about co-op for people to get back on their back. But we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens when the uh, when the game actually drops. Either either they're going to give more fuel or they're going to shut a lot of people up. And I'm hoping it's it's the latter. So uh, let, let's go Halo. Um, be good. I'm hoping I'm hoping it's polished. Like it, it could not be the best Halo game ever. But if it, I just man, I don't want it to release buggy because that's going to be like really bad. And I don't I don't think it's going to be. I think this is the reasons they went with the decisions that they did. Um, so I think it's going to be a good experience. I, I honestly, I can't think of a Halo campaign that I played at launch and the, the traditional Halo games that was like super buggy at launch or anything. You know what I mean? But this is different. It's open world. Never done that before. We'll see. All right, guys. Um, any, anybody got any like f- final words uh, before we do these outros here? Any any last thoughts? Uh, just, no? just give us the flight test and uh, that's <laughs> where so I, so I can because I missed out on the last flight test, so I need to play yeah. some uh, play some of that Halo. They didn't say uh, when it is yet, did they? No, but everything from everyone, uh, ev- everyone that's played it, it loved it. It's super polished. It's super fluid. Mechanics feels phenomenal. The game is just like it's ready. It's ready to just come out into this world and have us just kill each other and teabag one another. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Even by bots, even though they say it's a bug. I don't believe them. Um, Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Centurion, dude, it's absolutely awesome having you on the show. Again, this is your second time actually being here, I believe. And uh awesome awesome thoughts awesome job as always enjoy seeing you on on the the podcast that you are on as well as you make great content for youtube uh youtube make sure you tell everybody what shows you're on uh what you got coming up uh this weekend on txr a huge thing on a game that i i forgot we should have talked about this game but i feel like if we talk about this game 12 minutes i could go for another hour because i got a lot to say about it (laughs) So I was uh, going to mention it, but you were on a roll <laughs> with Halo, so I thought I'd let it go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, real quick before we do this, too. Hey, Micah, it was a $20 a huge super chat, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate that. You rock. Uh, and he says, another great podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, dude, you, you, you're amazing with, with that stuff. So, Thank um, you, Micah. Uh, everybody in the chat, too. Everybody that's been hanging out, uh, you all freaking are amazing. Uh, I saw the chat was awesome again tonight. Lots of awesome people um, just having a lot of fun talking games. Nobody getting like angry with each other, even though we have different opinions, right? That's what it's all about. Like you can have different opinions without like going after each other's throats, right? Like uh, that's what I love seeing that. Um, Centurion, again, tell us about the shows that you're on and about your awesome uh, YouTube and about the thing you got going on with TXR. Well, thank you for having me here. Uh, yes, it is my second time. I was definitely looking forward to it. I I definitely will say uh, coming on your guys' podcast is one of those podcasts I um, reflect on. I had a great time the first time, and I definitely wanted to do it a second time. So th- 
thank you everyone for letting me come back here. And yes, as you mentioned, um, this Sunday night on TXR, we have the steamed honor of actually being able to interview uh, Mr. Luis Antonio. Um, looks like he's part of the writing, writer and art department and director of, I believe, 12 Minutes. I'm actually trying to get his entire filmography. Yeah, it's pretty uh, much but his one creation. Of, it's yeah. his. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like a single. Yeah, yeah, that's him. So, and that's where I'm excited. I've been actually trying to grind out 12 Minutes. I mean, I... I turned it on last night and all of a sudden about four or five hours went by and I had no idea. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, definitely a very interesting game. Uh, if you can get into the story and um, definitely the style of the game, but it's definitely worth it. In my opinion, I was enjoying it. Um, now for the other show, we also have Mr. PTK Blam coming back um, um, out of hiatus this yep. Saturday. Uh, what we like to say, 6 p.m. Arizona time. That would actually be 9 p.m. Eastern time on a Saturday. But yes, uh, we're doing another. Sh he's back. We're doing a show with him Saturday night. We're looking forward to that. And if you guys want to find me directly, please find me on YouTube, um, tw um, obviously Twitter and Xbox Live. Uh, there on YouTube, you will find on my channel, I just recently did something for Atomic Heart. You'll also find my alter ego fanboy running amok, saying things that are just completely out of this world and just having a good old time. Yeah, dude. Again, uh, absolutely awesome. I enjoy having you on the show. So thank you for coming back here. Um, and hope to uh, you come on again in the future again. Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. Reach out anytime. I, I will. I actually will. I love the fact you're always streaming because when I'm like uploading or doing something on my computer at night, I can just flip on YouTube and be like, oh, there's Mav. I'm going to listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Yeah, I just have fun playing games and having people stop by. It's, it's um, makes it more yeah. fun for me for some reason. Um, Kate, first in my heart, lovely wife. Yes. Hey, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, I just want to say thanks to Centurion for coming back and the chat. You guys are like, they always blow my mind. It's like the chat is always just pumping. Oh, they blow my mind too. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but cool. <laughs> Sounds like a psycho thing. Um, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at CaitlinX0615. You can find me here every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And now you can find me every Wednesday on Fun Pop with Psycho and Mav. <sighs> Remind me what time that is again. 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern. And I will see you guys next week. Heck yeah. And the extraordinary assassin Lupa, where can everybody find you? You can all find me here on Xbox Ultimate 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. UK time, having a blast on a Friday. And you can also find me on Twitter and Xbox Party Live, Assassin Looper, everywhere. Love you all, guys. Chat, you've been awesome. Thank you so much, Centurion. Been a pleasure. And uh, catch you all gaming. Thank you, Looper. Oh, and I'm, I miss Lady. I miss Lady yeah. and 3-Bit. Yeah, uh, definitely miss two of our seven here tonight. Uh, lady, I uh, hope you're feeling better soon. Um, it sucks. You know, yeah. it really, really does suck. And 3-Bit, uh, hopefully ha have him back next week. Shout out to you, dude. Uh, miss you as well. 
let's move on to the mellow fellow from outer space that has his mind blown. Mr. Aquarius. <laughs> Mr. Aquarius. Aquarius. No, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Chat, thanks for coming out tonight. You guys were phenomenal. I uh, want to thank Centurion for coming on the show tonight. Uh, sorry that I was late, uh, but, you know. Oh, you're right. Shit happened. To hey, us. with a show like that, man, you got to make an entrance. <laughs> I know. Uh, right <laughs> yeah, exactly. One way or another. Yeah. And so you guys can catch me everywhere at Psychonauts 8 on social media. Uh, Tuesdays on uh, Players of Everything, Master of None. This Saturday, we have a gaming uh, little get together with uh, Caitlin and Lady. Hopefully, I don't know now, maybe. Uh, Hopefully. And, and everyone else over there, uh, player uh, of uh, Noobs and Pros. And Wednesdays, like Fun Pop. And here every Friday at with the X7 on Fridays. Love you guys. And shout out to Lady. Uh, hope you feel better. And 3-Bit, we miss your brother. And uh, yeah. Heck yeah, dude. And the Encyclopedia of Gaming dating back to the very first game ever created. The one and only Pong Soul with an awesome brother. shirt. I love Thank your you. shirt, Pong. <laughs> Everybody's got it. Target special, X Men, of course. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, just an awesome night. Uh, I am absolutely exhausted, but uh, always get the energy coming back on here with you guys. It's been awesome, Centurion. Thanks, brother, for showing up, and I will see you tomorrow night on the Shop Podcast. I can't believe I get to say that again. It's been too long, man. So, uh, but otherwise, lady, miss you three bit, miss you. Get back here soon. Uh, we love you guys, family. It's been awesome as always. Uh, chat. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal discussions. Great to see everybody in there. We can't do this without you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So Friday night is done and in the books, Xbox Ultimate. Tomorrow morning, you know it. Living split screen, back again. Steel Rain, myself, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. UK time. We are going to be there with bells on. Obviously, we've got a lot to talk about because we are not console exclusive. So we got tons of stuff to talk about. It might go five hours tomorrow. I hope not, but we might, we might Steele and I just might. So, but anyways, be there tomorrow morning. And then like Centurion said, the shop podcast back again, PTK blam Centurion fuzzy. And we might have Stagorilla back and even better. We've got guests tomorrow night. Ains is going to be on there. That's right. Porsche oh, Power yeah. is going to be on the shop podcast tomorrow night. So that's going to be a fantastic show. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 p.m. Arizona time, as Centurion already uh, talked about. And then next Tuesday, it's Xbox Factor Podcast. That's right. Uh, Mr. Boomstick, Double Barrel Gaming. We got Zemi Games. We got 3-Bit. We got myself. Mav shows up all the time, so you never know who's going to be there. But Tuesday, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, Xbox Factor Podcast. Love you all. Play what you love. Love what you play. It's the golden age gaming, so enjoy your weekend, everybody. And nothing but respect and love. And we'll talk to you soon. Heck yeah, dude. And where can um, we all find you, Mav? Hey, I'm, again, I'm always, right here. Yeah, I love, I, I love that. I love it. Thanks, Lupa. Um, hey, look at this on Twitter at Fun Speculation. Uh, check check out all the updates for content streaming. 
uh, channel stuff on there uh, on Twitter quite a bit. Uh, we will be um, playing. I'm going to be playing some games tonight. Uh, it'll be late night tonight playing games. So I'll be streaming. If anybody wants to hang out in the chat, um, that's the more the merrier. Um, and also, guys, don't forget this uh, podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You can uh, listen to this on the road while you're driving to work if you if you want to. Hey, it, it's a good way. That's how I actually take in most podcasts. Um, as well as, like this guy said, we got Xbox Ultimate Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, that's every Friday for you audio listeners that are listening and you want to catch it live. Catch it here on YouTube with this awesome chat and hang out with everybody. It's a, it's a blast. Um, and also we have Fun Pop is finally back. Uh, we've had two episodes since coming back now. And it's on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. And there is going to be, just like gaming, the next couple months on Fun Pop are going to be pretty, uh, pretty heavy. Because we got a lot of stuff coming out from Marvel and DC and from movies and TV shows and stuff like that. So it's going to be a great time. Uh, chat, you rock. Panel, you rock. Hey, Miss you, lady. Miss you, three bit. Centurion, what's up, dude? I've got one thing to say because I've actually wanted to make this joke all night. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you noticed that Halo, actually, Microsoft is copying PlayStation's game style? They dropped the multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, everybody, have yeah. a good night. <laughs> Catch you gaming. We'll see you guys in the seventh house. We'll see you later. <laughs> is that an Aquarius thing? Yes. 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 Okay. Had a top Aquarius's <laughs> so. entrance. Had to go out with a bang. Right. It's like I need to throw a grenade. <laughs> uh, love you, chat. You guys rock. And uh, speculators as well. Shout out to you. Take it easy, everybody. Bye bye. Bye guys. Bye. Catch you gaming.